0: What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to episode number 20 of the Fanboys Anonymous group meeting podcast. I am your host, Tony Mango, the owner of fanboysanonymous.com, and I've got a stocked panel. Tonight, I've got Caroline Oliveira. Hello! Kaylin Bruce. Good evening, everybody. Angela Williams. Hello! (laughs) And Sean Walker. Sup. 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 Ending on a low note there. I'm
1: Sean Walker! That's my Travis (laughs) Gosson (laughs) friend.
0: So this meeting has officially been called to order. What we're going to talk about for this edition is going to be a wide variety of different things. It's essentially going to boil down to not safe for work is the centralized theme. Anything in geek culture that has to deal with the stuff that people are... Ear muffing and closing their eyes and making protests about and blaming mm-hmm. murders on and all that kind of crazy nonsense that people do nowadays. Um, one of the reasons why this was a good topic to talk about recently is um, there was another unfortunate shooting and there's of course you know the racial issues behind it and just nut jobs and stuff like that but anytime that this kind of stuff happens there's always a small pocket of people or a loud pocket of people depending on the situation that blames it on pop culture and i've purposely not been paying attention to this latest church shooting thing because i just i can't listen to that stuff anymore you know, it's the same old stuff over and over again. Nobody ever does anything about it. Nothing ever changes, and it's just rhetoric and, you know, bullshit. But um, I'm sure there's some people out there that are going, well, this wouldn't happen if there weren't violent video games where, well, this guy probably was inspired by this movie or something like that. So it's kind of in the zeitgeist right now. That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to break this down in four separate categories. Uh, part one is going to be the movies and video game, uh, movies and television. <clears throat> excuse me about that part two is going to be video games part three is going to be music and part four is going to kind of be a little bit miscellaneous but the anchor point i guess you could say is going to be about cosplay and you might be thinking w- what cosplay
2: <laughs> like who's
0: shooting people in cosplay and stuff well that one's mostly going to deal with uh the nudity side of things because this all really boils down to essentially four big topics outside of those topics Violence, nudity, profanity, and substance abuse. Almost everything that's considered not safe for work boils down to those. Um, So let's get right into it with uh, the movies and TV side of things. The easiest way for us to just have a branching off point is to talk about the MPAA, Motion Picture Association of America. (laughs) They are responsible for telling everybody what's not safe for work and the kind of stuff that You know, if you are this certain age, then you can watch it. If you're not, then you can't. We've got the ratings from G-rated, general audience. We've got the uh, PG with parental guidance, PG-13. That's, for some reason, if you're a 12-year-old, you're going to have, like, a shit fest, but if you're 13, you can be fine. Uh, Rated R movies are for people that are adults, and then they have actually, like, the full-on... Adults can only watch these ones. There's a NC-17 or X or unrated. For some reason, they can't figure out what they want to do. Um, But when it comes to these kind of topics and stuff, MPAA is under a lot of fire now that people are kind of waking up to the idea that they're bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) They're really, really dumb, the people that are doing this. And there are some really horrible rules that make no sense whatsoever. This is an odd one to start off with, but I think it's one of the funniest. Why is it that for a PG-13 movie, you're allowed to say fuck one time, but if you say fuck twice, you're going to get rated R. But you can say shit as many times as you want. Like, what is so not safe for work about? Well, he said fuck twice. (laughs) I don't get this.
3: They're they're crazy. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're crazy. I heard also that um, when a movie has a sex scene, um, they actually count the number of thir- thirsts of just thrust movement. Yeah, movement. <laughs> that yeah. Thank you.
0: Thirsty. <laughs>
3: Shut up! <please. laughs> you
0: guys are horrible.
3: <laughs> you gonna know, make me cry the first like five minutes of podcast. It's not nice. <laughs> anyway uh, I know I I forgot what I was going to say oh yeah 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 yeah. they count the number of those because I'm not going to say that word again Um, and if it's I think it was like if it's more than five it's R rated for sure and (laughs) it needs to be like in different camera angles so that you can't really it's almost like it, it doesn't read like a regular sex scene it's more just like Romantic, beautiful, making love, and not you know not anything extra than that. And when I heard that, I just imagined a bunch of like older, like Christian ladies just with their notepads, just like one. <laughs> oh, that's enough. <laughs>
0: oh, that's a big one. That counts for two.
4: Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking, that there's there's people who this is actually their job. They're counting, yeah. okay, there's their one fuck, and then, what well, he started to say it, but that doesn't count. Okay, shit, he said that three times, and <laughs> that's that's somebody's job. There's probably panels of people that sit there and watch that and keep track of it, and it's just very strange.
0: The weird thing is, it tends to be a lot of older, white, religious, like, <laughs> uh, men that are on the MPAA, and, I mean, that's kind of the same in a lot of different uh parts in hollywood like the the academy awards are predominantly older white men and Mm -hmm. whatever and it's like the not that it's a purely religious thing or whatever but the religious part gets into it a lot yeah and the male part for some reason gets into it a lot like there's this like totally unwarranted sexism when it comes to a lot of sexual content where like you're Able to get away easier with, say, I don't know, like a 20-year-old guy or something like that jerking off in a scene compared to a 20-year-old woman masturbating. That seems to them more offensive, and it's like it's the same thing. (laughs) I don't understand that at all. And there actually is uh, a separate description now um, since 2010 that they specify male nudity instead of just nudity. Hmm. Like if somebody it, sees a penis, they're gonna be like, "Oh my god! I I expect the nudity to be women."
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> oh.
0: I don't get it at all. Like, what's up with the separate definitions of uh, sexual content and nudity and male nudity and whatever? Like. It, well, is, wi- it boggles my mind.
5: Women are supposed to be respected and not show themselves. And, you know, they're not the ones that want sex. And they're not the ones who masturbate. It's guys who do all of that, who want to do all of that all the time.
4: I mean, it just goes into the double standard of, mm-hmm. of sexuality in America mm-hmm. on, on as a whole topic. You know, it's, it's way different, you know, say in Europe where America still has this really puritanical kind of view on that, where it's okay to show graphic violence. You can show somebody getting their head blown off. You, you can see, you know, hundreds of thousands of people getting shot. But you know, God forbid you see a naked breast. You know, yeah. like right? Reminds me of that uh, when the Janet Jackson yes. Super Bowl thing. Oh, that uh. people flipped out over that, and yeah, it was just it. a quick second. And she had this little pasty sun thing on it or something, and people were acting like. That, okay, that's The world it.
3: was going to You, you ruined right. my
4: children forever. Right.
3: <laughs> what about um, LeBron James, like, showing his junk in a second on TV? Like, I feel like nobody really talked about that. Well, the Jenna Jackson one was just absurd. It's just a, a boo. Wait, what? What did now? What know? about
4: LeBron? I did not hear the LeBron I didn't hear
5: thing.
3: anything about it. No, oh, see? Um. So, apparently, in the last game, he was adjusting his shorts, and he accidentally showed his manhood for... Like a quick second and people like some people in the internet who are recording the game like put it on the internet in slow motion, so you could yeah, definitely did it see. frame by frame <laughs> and zoom in
0: <laughs> and enhanced and shit.
3: Yes, all all, all those great things. But um, yeah, same thing. Like see you guys didn't even hear about this. Well the Janet Jackson thing, I mean it's just mm-hmm. it was just a breast. I mean, maybe it's just because I'm Brazilian and I see like boobs all the time. That is just weird for me but i don't know
0: like, i both really are... don't get the difference between like why sexuality is so frowned upon and violence is okay because
3: right.
0: i mean i look at like different uh television shows that are out right now if you can hear a dog barking in the background it's mine i apologize <laughs> i hate that one <laughs> That wasn't him in the background. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say, what kind of dog is that? <laughs> <laughs> right now he's right now he's upstairs complaining. He's like, Hey, nudity's bad."
3: <laughs> <Aww>, oh, <poor> baby.
0: <laughs> but um Yeah, like uh Janet Jackson has that happen and suddenly T V becomes you know, under stricter um scrutiny. And then you've got a TV show like Hannibal. Now, I love the TV show Hannibal. Hannibal is a great character and stuff like that. But Hannibal is so violent. And it's on at, like, 9 o'clock at night or something on NBC. They shouldn't be able to show, like, where kids can just flip through the channels. And it's like people are getting gored through their eyeballs and stuff. And just be like, yeah, that's fine. But don't show a butt. (laughs) You know? Right. Yeah the butts will scar them for life seeing people get their heads cut off and stuff yeah, that's fine
1: you know? don't, don't you guys have like the watershed hour like we do in the UK where it's like after 9 o'clock nudity and violence is allowed
4: I think it's after 9 or 10 o'clock
5: I think it's after 10 like after 9 the rules change and then after 10 they change yeah I
4: think that's why you know shows like South Park and other things like that have never come on really earlier than 10 o'clock at least in the first airing because they, I, they do have... I don't know the exact laws or the specifics, but they do have different standards for different time frames.
1: Speaking well, South Park is showing over here at like half past eight.
0: Speaking of the different airings and stuff when it comes to South Park, I don't know if it's just like my area, but I, I assume it's not. Um, South Park used to be on the CW as reruns. Mm-hmm. And I just like put that on in the background or whatever like that. And I noticed on one episode in particular that they started editing things out. And it was the episode where they were... Uh, shoving food up their asses and shitting out their mouths. <laughs> yeah. They edited it out every time that they would shit out of their mouths. And it was fine for them to, like, shove a taco up their ass. Right. But when they went, like, that whole, like, and they were, like, about to do that, it cut to this black screen and it said, This has been edited for your concern Weird. It played this weird elevator music it was like Bum, ba, da, 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 da. and it would just be a split second for them to do it just enough to cut out them actually you know vomiting out their turd and you would hear like it would come back to it and it would be like them going like at the very end of it and it was like what? <laughs> this is something you have to edit out Like, you can show where Kenny gets, you know, his eyeballs plucked out with rats, but you can't show that, and they, uh, they edited out when he, um, ate his own vomit. (laughs) So it's like, they got something to do with, like, this idea of, like, your mouth, I guess, I don't know, but it's an odd situation where they can have these, like, weird rules, and Another thing that I noticed when I was looking up some information about this, uh, when I went under language and profanity, they've got in quotation marks, beyond polite conversation.
2: What? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh... I yeah,
0: what is I was, that? I guess that's just like a roundabout way to say cursing.
4: <laughs>
2: okay. <like>
0: you, <laughs> I can imagine just like you got to see a movie or something like that and it's like, uh, why is this PG-13? Well, the conversation's not that polite. You know, the one guy, he calls him, like, a dick. Or something. <laughs> hey, that's not very nice. PG-13 now or something. Very, very weird. Um, I don't get the idea with profanity in general. I don't see anything wrong with it.
2: No. I don't I see agree. It either.
4: There's, there's certain places where I think it should be limited. You know, you shouldn't be, you know, in fifth grade in school and say, Excuse me, teacher, I have a fucking question. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know? <laughs>
2: There's I'll a time
4: and a place I for it. I've done that in <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think it shouldn't be demonized as much as it is. You know, it's a form of expression. Like you know, like you said, it's not something you want to say in a certain company. It's not polite. So, learning the time and the place, like anything, it's moderation. Yeah. Learning the time and the place to use it properly for the proper effect. But then you get this: the people and shows and movies and things like that. If you overuse it it doesn't really have the same effect. You know. You have a movie like Wolf of Wall Street or something like that where they say fuck every 20 seconds and then you have, say you're watching The Golden Girls and Betty White says, oh, that motherfucker, that's going to make more of an impact than all of those other fucks in the movie combined because you're not expecting it. It's unusual. You remember that one? It was a very special episode of Golden Girls.
0: She's like, I'm tired of your fucking shit, Blanche. (laughs) Blanche was one of the characters, right? Yes. I just assumed so, that it was like Blanche and Agnes and Edith and a bunch of old women names. <laughs> Gertrude and shit. <laughs> but that's true though. I mean, like, um you said Waffle Wall Street. They say it so often in that that it's almost just punctuation. So right, and it, it
4: loses it's meaning. It's word. It loses meaning after a while. It doesn't have an effect.
1: It was like yeah. that one episode of South Park where they kept saying the word shit.
2: Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. Yeah. They yeah.
0: count it on the screen. They had the counter going one of the catchiest songs the whole hey there shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's such a that was song. good and that it's like I don't, I don't get what's uh an issue when it comes to movies and tv with like that like i can see uh, like you said where it's um certain situations of course you shouldn't turn on the sprout network and have uh that brunette woman i can't remember her name um she's sitting there with like the little star pillow and it's like hi star you know we should make some crafts today and he could be like i think you should go fuck off like that'd be (laughs) really odd but you know if a character says like god damn they have to bleep out the god part yeah if they say asshole they bleep out the whole part so it's like you're you're an ass beep Oh, well you, what a beep! Damn thing that is, and it, okay, so that's the religious part with the god thing. And the whole thing is like, people are gonna get offended if somebody says asshole now. People yeah, so will you could, get
3: offended anyways with anything. That's I mean,
0: true.
3: you know, remember the whole Christmas uh, debacle where oh, the you war know, if on you say Christmas. yeah, if you wish somebody Merry Christmas, oh, some people are getting offended over that because. Not everybody celebrates Christmas. Like, people will just find stupid shit to be offended by. And that's never going to change. Holidays are (laughs) on (laughs) the (laughs) trigger. You don't know. Like, some people are weird. And they just all need to have pets at home and relax and and find hobbies that... They enjoy because it's it's never gonna change. If it's not cursing, it's gonna be something else. You know, it's gonna be a boob on TV. Like that's horrendous. I was like, funny you mentioned Hannibal, I was even reading um, an interview with the showrunner, and he said that no matter how grisly things will get on Hannibal, he will never show a rape scene, um, because to him, that's just that's where he draws the line. Um, and he was saying how rape, it's so common in so many TV shows, and he even mentioned Game of Thrones, which, I mean, I don't even know what's going on this season, but I guess he was, like, talking about... I think the game's
0: back, am in this time.
3: (laughs) Yeah, whatever that is. Um.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would tell you the rules, but I don't know them. (laughs) I just know it's some old game.
1: I'm just going to sell my fucking throne, that's all.
0: Porcelain throne. Yeah, that you brought up the Game of Thrones thing though. A lot of people are complaining about some kind of a rape scene that happened recently.
3: Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. um But I all I thought that he was talking about when the the Lannister like kind of like rapes his sister when she's um when she just lost her son or something like that it was the last season. I mean, I don't know. I'm the worst person with you. Talk about Game of Thrones, like I don't know what's going on. I kind of like watched the last two seasons and I fell asleep for most of the part.
0: um I know there's a midget in it.
3: I know that, <laughs> yeah. And there's supposed to be dragons. We're always coming. um No pun intended. <laughs> I don't think I, they could show dragons coming.
0: Would need to be some <laughs> other, you know, TVMA if they start showing that.
5: You know, That'll people be- should know that show by now. What do you Game mean? of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, full yeah. of sexual um, intercourse, nudity, violence. So they should have been prepared for a rape scene. Well, I don't. I it. don't
4: watch Game of Thrones, but I know it's one of those HBO and Showtime shows where they have a lot of. A lot the of the bas- Yeah, they have. Well, it's. It seems to me a lot of it is. You know, we were talking before about. You know people counting the number of of boobs or the number of certain curse words and <laughs> what if they awesome. came out with one <laughs> <laughs> but i i think game of thrones i think is one of those shows where they have a like a quota a minimum it's like well we haven't seen enough boobs in this episode yeah. let's get some so it, it seems weird because that's on a premium channel people expect that you know it's like did you watch game of thrones this week yeah, there weren't enough boobs. There was only one pair of boobs. It was fourteen and a quarter. We're missing some.
3: <laughs> <laughs> to, be fair,
4: to, to all the Game of Thrones fans who are listening to this and getting pissed off, I've never seen it, so I'm just going based on what I've heard. I don't
3: think they will be mad at that though, because I think it's pretty accurate. I just, I, and granted, I, I fell asleep for most of the show when I watched it, but I remember seeing a lot of boobs, uh, different sizes, like boobs everywhere. And I mean, that's cool, you know show boobs but also like have maybe a story to back it up somewhere i don't like game of thrones i don't care what you guys think
4: i agree <laughs> i think i think nudity in storytelling is fine as long as it serves the story and it's not not there just for the sake of being there
2: yeah right yeah
0: i mean there's certain situations where um i've watched a movie or a tv show and there's been nudity and i've been like you know what really this is completely unnecessary and actually there's something that um I'm going to bring up about that when we do our 4 real movie club later on. Uh, There's a scene in Terminator Salvation that they they cut out uh, a nude scene. And it was just like, okay, well, that makes sense because there's really no point for there to be a nude scene in this at all. It's just kind of like, you know what we could film? Boobs. Boobs. Okay.
3: (laughs) Even with horror movies, like, I love horror movies, uh, obviously, but... um... For a movie like uh, Friday the 13th, it was kind of like a a running joke that in every single movie, you wanted to see a girl with her boobs out, like running scared and uh, being killed um, with her boobs always on display. Because that was just, you know, for some reason, horror movies, blood and boobs just like went together perfectly. And, I mean, granted in that movie I think was more of like a funny thing, kind of like a cliche they were going for, but was it really necessary? Not really. I mean, not for me, but (laughs) I'm sure a lot of teenage boys would disagree. Yeah,
5: that's why they probably did it.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, Playing up to the audience, I mean, I'll admit I went to go see Coyote Ugly in movie theaters. (laughs)
3: Oh, <laughs> sad, sad. and
0: I'll admit that I was so pissed <laughs> oh, about that because I was my like, God. Eh, Some of
1: these girls are really He's expecting boob
0: And I was like, This is a fucking love story. This is really <laughs> lame.
2: Resist, fight, like
1: you were hoping for the female I... version of Magic Mike when you went.
0: Sadly, I like that song, Can't Fight the Moonlight. <laughs> 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 so that was the only takeaway I got from, from that movie. I was just kind of like. <laughs> Alright, the song's good. I paid 10 bucks to listen to one song that I like. Great.
3: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you know, that's actually a good point. Like, Coyote Ugly, a movie where, you know, some nudity would make a lot of sense. It was, like, dumbed down and made, like, into a sappy love story that was really stupid. And...
0: and then you turn on Animal House and you see Donald Sutherland's ass. <laughs> <And> it's like, <laughs> oh, I didn't want to see this. Like... <laughs> odd choices in certain movies and stuff when it comes to what to show and what not to show. And, um... Oh, I forgot to mention about the uh, when we were talking about Game of Thrones, the idea that Netflix and stuff, they get away with a lot. Uh, yeah. The Marvel's Netflix series that they just did with Daredevil showed Jesus Christ, significantly that was gross. more violence than they've ever done in any other Marvel thing.
4: No, no spoiler. Balls, I haven't yeah. seen it
0: yet. <laughs> he becomes Daredevil. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> But there's a lot of violence in there. I mean, a certain character, I'm going to do the non-spoiler edition, a certain character smashes a certain other character's head in with a card door. Wow. And you're just like, that alone right there is worse than anything you've seen in any Avengers movie. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know about that, but the bowling alley scene was kind of
0: Oh, the bowling alleys, jeez. I mean, yeah, yeah. and then now they're going to be bringing Punisher into the mix, and Punisher literally oh. is just like, I fuck everybody yeah. else.
5: <laughs> They They named him well.
0: Yeah, I mean, he literally punishes. Yeah. Like, there might as well be a scene where he just takes, like, a hammer and a bullet and just figures out some way to kill somebody like that or something. I don't know, like, that's going to be super violent. And Jessica Jones coming up, I mean, the story with Jessica Jones, if you're unfamiliar with it, is, uh, you know, it's not like the Spider-Man one where it's like great power and great responsibility and stuff where Batman, where it's like, my parents died and now I need justice and Superman, I'm a symbol of hope and and indestructible and whatever. Jessica uh, Jones is like, that kind of got raped once. And it's like, whoa, they're going to do this in fucking TV show. Holy shit. Like it's going to be Dr. Who that rapes her.
3: Oh my God.
0: (laughs) Sonic screwdriver jokes. I mean, geez, geez. um, I wish I had known anything else about Doctor Who. I would have kept that joke going. But I've yeah, never I watched it. 10-inch. <laughs> Doctor Y. But um, uh, another thing that happens, we've been talking a lot about sexual content and uh, the language and stuff, but we mentioned earlier about violence uh, with the kind of lax attitude that they have in movies. I remember watching Kill Bill mm. and just being like wow there's a lot of blood in here and i was fine with it cuz now i have no problem with it i don't actually like watching gore porn movies though like there's a difference to me between watching like hostel where you're supposed to just be grossed out cuz somebody's getting their Achilles tendon sliced and stuff or uh, you know even like some of the later saw movies you're just ripping out bones and stuff and i'm like i don't need to see this crap like yeah. this is really just there's no point to it I can't watch those. Or something like a Kill bad. Bill where it's for a joke. Like, Kill yeah. Bill's clearly fake. You know, she cuts off, like, somebody's arm and it's squirting up for, like, two hours straight. And it's the crazy 88 and shit. Yeah. But they were forced to tone that down a little bit because it was getting an NC-17 rating. And I look at that now at the rated R edition, and I'm like, what the hell did they tone down? Like, <laughs> this was okay for them to be like, okay, now it's rated R the hell did they have to do to get the NC-17 rating? Well, Kill
4: Bill specifically, that one's so exaggerated. It reminds you of a comic book style. So. Exactly. Yeah,
3: Yeah, yeah. that was the... Um, the intention was to mimic a lot of the very, like, Pulp Fiction-y Japanese um, Kung Fu movies where things were just so out there and just so extravagant. That it came like it became like a, a like a comic book, so uh, it was almost like telling the audience you know this is not real, right? Wink wink. Like blood wouldn't go like that, and even the blood itself—it's just it's very red and just very mm. vibrant. Um, very watery. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: it's like, short. out like, like a freaking hose. <sighs>
3: um, but yeah, like I, I I even was thinking about what you guys were saying. What it would be like if kill like a movie like Kill Bill even we know like it's very like comic booky, yes, but what kind of rating would it have gotten a few years ago where uh, when we weren't overdosing pretty much on um violence, like every time we switch you know the t v on it there's like another shooting happening or there's like this horrible details of crime scenes and we're just so numb to it and in the past i feel like something like kill bill would have been not even made um even if it didn't look real at all
0: i don't know cuz it's that's tough cuz you look at like a lot of older movies and i mean everybody went nuts when uh in gone with the wind it's frankly my dear i don't give a damn and they're like oh my uh-huh. god <laughs> he said damn my heart's going to explode and now you turn on even TV and people are making masturbation jokes at eight yeah. o'clock and, uh, you know, people are getting more violent on TV and stuff like that. I'm fine with it for the most part, and you know, it, unless it's kind of like an exploitive kind of way. But uh, yeah, I got to imagine the kind of stuff that, like, we watch in movies now that passes for PG-13 would definitely be rated R. Yeah. Like PG thirteen right now is very much the rated R movies that used to be in the past. But then there's also other ones too. Like if you watch the, I guess like the standard version of RoboCop, that's horrible. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. RoboCop. RoboCop
1: Fucked up. Yesterday to compared to to, today's RoboCop. I took yesterday's. I
4: didn't see the reboot.
1: I'm
0: sorry. I mean, if you're going to watch RoboCop, you're going to watch the old one. But right. the, re- the reboot, as far as reboots go, I liked it. it but meh. I think that that was PG-13, right? The original uh, yeah, RoboCop? PG-13. No, oh, the, the new one. The the new
1: one. Was PG-13, yeah.
0: And people were like, well, that's got to be rated R and stuff like that. And they did a lot of stuff that would have been rated R back in the day. But then you look at the old RoboCop and his hands getting blown off and mm-hmm. that one mutated character gets run over by a car and explodes and, like, Okay, that's where you go into the NC-17 kind of thing because <laughs> no kid should be watching this kind of stuff. why was I watching it as a kid? <laughs> but um, NC-17 things are like they never really come out anymore. Like any movie that is going to potentially get NC-17, they always cut it back enough, and then they release the unrated version on DVD because they right. want the director's cut and stuff like that. And that's for the people that really want it. You know, if you want to see the full unedited whatever edition or whatever, then okay, well then you, you pay the money for it and, you know, kids aren't going to be able to do that because it's unrated and you shouldn't be able to sell them that kind of stuff. I think that's a great way to do it. And it's also an incentive for people to want to buy the DVD afterward. Or the yeah. I should say, Blu-ray. Um, but very rarely does like an NC-17 or an X-rated movie actually come out and get released. I think that like the last one must have been, like, a couple of years ago or something. That was, like, a mainstream thing. Because independent th- ones are, you know, they pop up every once in a while. but Nobody sees them.
4: I believe it's still correct. The highest-grossing NC-17-rated movie of all time. Do you know what it is?
3: Deep
0: I it. just looked this no? up the other day, and I can't remember what the hell it was. I,
4: I believe it's still Showgirls.
0: Yeah. And, uh, oh. Showgirls.
4: What's her name? Elizabeth Berkeley from Saved by the Bell.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
4: Yeah. I believe that still the is. of it. Yeah, you really don't have, because they don't really use the X rating anymore. Uh, They do the NC-17 or the unrated. They kind of did away with the X. But did you know that an X-rated movie actually won the Oscar for Best Picture?
3: Which one? Which one?
4: It was Midnight Cowboy with Robert Redford. Oh, okay.
3: When that came out, it was
4: X-rated. Yeah, they recut it later and made it an R-rated version. But when it won, it was X-rated.
5: Huh. Well, yeah, back then.
4: Yeah, so I, I just thought that was interesting. So there's there's a little piece of trivia for you guys.
5: Yeah. And right <laughs> now, it's all about making money. So oh yeah. Of course, they're going oh yeah. To they do would never, they never can do that to get anymore. A PG-13, so they can make money selling toys to kids. Well,
4: not just about that. They just don't want to. They don't want to be able to. They don't want to alienate any of their audience. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're not going to make as much money, and that's the reason why they go for a hard PG-13. As opposed to an R, you know, they'll cut it back because we want to get those teenagers who are out there and aren't able to get into an R rated movie legally. We want to get their money, too. So let's take out one of the fucks. We'll cut <laughs> we'll cut this. We'll, we'll cut the sex scene down by we'll a quarter of the boom. three seconds. Yeah. yeah. And so that way we can rebrand it and then make, you know, another million or whatever.
0: They're filming the sex scene and they're like, all right, that's five thrusts. That's all you can do.
5: Now, you know what they become? There are two naked people, and you can't see anything. Yeah, They're, like, flat down in bed with the guy on top of the girl, and they barely move. Yeah. Yes. And
0: as soon as the guy gets on top of the girl, she's like,
5: oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and that's it. It's done. Well, I'm just um,
0: imagining when we're talking about the toys and the merchandise and stuff of <laughs> these midnight cowboy yeah. action <laughs> figures for the kids. I feel like, that's like it's got, uh, what do they call it, The um, the um, the little voice thing you pull in the back. Mm-hmm. That, that little string <laughs> thing, like its yeah. like a, the action playset. I'm walking yeah. here. I'm walking yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> well, did you guys see that this like 3D porn movie debuted at Khan's Film Festival, and everybody was like going crazy about it because it was so artistically done, but it was also porn, and they were talking about how this movie will change the industry forever. Uh, but of course, it was in America, and I'm trying to figure out where it was. In, was it made? Uh, but it was the first 3D porn movie ever to play the festival. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, and, people were complaining about motion sickness for Cloverfield.
3: Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, yeah
2: nice.
4: oh, and I, I do have to correct myself. I did misspeak earlier. For everyone who was listening and got pissed off, yes, it was not Robert Redford. I meant to say John Voigt in Midnight Cowboy. I misspoke.
0: Yes.
4: <laughs> I'm not an idiot.
0: It was actually Twilight Cowboy. Oh, yes. That's oh. a movie nobody should see. That should be NC-17.
2: <laughs>
0: Instead of this young yeah. adult shit. God. Something we didn't talk about when it comes to movies and TV that is actually relatively new and uh, kind of branching off the idea of what would it be in the past and stuff. Substance abuse has always been something that they have taken into account, mm-hmm. but now they take cigarettes into account. If you have somebody smoking a cigarette, they factor that into your rating. Really? That's ridiculous.
5: Yes, yes I, uh, I thought that was so strange. Now,
0: now I'm that... totally against smoking cigarettes. I mean, I'm totally against drugs in general. And to be, you know, fair, I'm against drinking and like pretty much anything. I'm boring as hell. But uh, I kind of like it because to me there is a subjective kind of uh, thing here. Like I'm not subjective, uh, suggestive. If you take, like, uh, James Bond, for instance, Bond used to smoke all the time in the movies. I mean, the most iconic line in the first film that everybody knows, the name's Bond, James Bond, he's lighting a cigarette when he says it. So for now on, etched in cinema history, it's James Bond holding a cigarette, you know, with a lighter, saying the name's Bond, James Bond, and when you have, you know, kids or something like that, they're watching something like that, they're more likely to kind of be like, oh, that's kind of cool, I'll do it and stuff. So I like the idea that they're factoring that in there. But I think that it it might be something that is kind of like, we need better people to judge this shit. Right.
1: But Tony, yeah. they they fucked up Constantine by not having him smoke.
0: A a character like Constance. That's true. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's part of his character. It's what he is. It's why he's going for everything he's going because he knows he's dying of um, lung cancer. Mm -hmm. So I agree.
4: Do they also factor in alcohol use?
0: That they don't. And that seems really odd.
4: That is really weird because they're both legal products. You know, if if you're of age, they're both legal products. They're both harmful but I don't get why one is demonized necessarily more than the other.
0: I guess hmm. it's kind of the same as why you can't advertise cigarettes on TV, but you can have beer commercial after beer commercial.
4: That doesn't make sense to me either.
3: Is that a new thing, that they are uh, factoring cigarettes? On no, I don't know when
4: cigarette they advertising, advertising, it was in the 70s, I believe. No, no,
3: no, I late... mean in movies. I uh, think they started in the 90s.
0: Relatively huh. recent, but not Yeah, like... in the late
5: 90s. Oh, Not like okay. last
0: year.
3: I mean, wouldn't that make the uh? When that when go, Oh my god, this is gonna drive me crazy. Uh, oh, Big that movie that um, it's shift. all about drugs. Um, Wrecking for for a dream.
0: Yeah. Um. That was my next guess. Heard, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Well, yeah. You know, it's, a, it's a great movie, but I feel like, like I don't know. I'm sure that he got an R
0: oh yeah that was definitely movie, right? well there's a nude scene in there with um, Jennifer Connelly and she's uh, yeah, totally full frontal the,
3: and they're sticking a dodo up her ass mm-hmm. I mean you don't see it but you get the idea and, and the there's, old white
0: men and the MPAA are like oh my god
3: what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> right <laughs> and there's somebody losing his arm for for gun green and a lot of drug use um, I wonder how hard they fought to get the R-rated if, you know, if um, the MPA was in, like, oh, this movie is definitely an NC-17 or higher because it's just so out there. And that movie, like, I don't get scared. Like, I watch horror movies all the time, but that movie messed me up bad when I watched <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> that had to have been one that was, like, an unrated edition.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe they released it in the theaters as being a little bit less out
0: there it's kind of like um good though i think that they do that um but at the same time like a movie like requiem for a dream it's rough to watch Mm -hmm. but it shows you the downside to it so it's good for kids to watch it because they could see that i mean that's not going to convince them like how many people have gone through like the dare program in school or something and it's just pointless everybody's watched (laughs) the footage of car crashes after prom and it's like don't drink and drive and then people are like okay well that looks really sad you guys gonna get drunk yeah like, you know people do this kind <laughs> of shit no matter what but sometimes if you show somebody really graphic things like that it might be able to get through and it's better for a kid to watch something like that and see that they don't want that to be something in their life than for them to be sheltered
4: well, I know we're not talking. We're talking more about uh, movies and TV right now. But as far as cigarettes goes, that reminds me of the warning labels on packs of cigarettes. You know, they've changed those over the years. And in fact, here in America, they're not as graphic as they are in other countries. In other countries, they have like actually pictures of diseased lungs on the pack.
2: Huh?
4: And they've been I, trying yeah. hard to get. Yeah, them they've, here. they've been trying to push for stuff like that here in America too. Do you know
1: anything about that, Sean? We 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 got like the heart disease and liver disease and kidney disease all up on the fucking box. This is gross.
4: Yeah, they they want to make legislation here. I believe I'm, I might be wrong here, but like half of the package actually has to be part of the warning label. Hmm. I mean, that's a
3: that's good, but. I, I mean, I, I don't think
4: is gonna it's happen. not going to stop anybody. Exactly. Yeah. Is that, that going to affect maybe half of a percent of people? I mean, people, you know, people who are like, they know what it is. They know what's going to. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So I
4: don't I don't get all the warnings in the world are not going to change people's habits.
0: No three year old doesn't already know that smoking's bad. Right. So, you know, when they're old enough to buy it, they've made their choice. That's
1: why I, I think restricting it. We've got the it in- anti-smoking ads over in America that we don't have with like the peel off skin and shit. It's gross. Yeah. Especially those- when you watch a Monday <laughs> Night Raw.
0: <laughs> those are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you can show that somebody peeling their skin or somebody ripping their teeth out and stuff like that on a commercial at mm-hmm. 8 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. But if you showed that in a movie and it was something where it was like somebody, you know, pulling uh, teeth out or whatever like that for a torture scene, suddenly that'd be, no, it's too far. Yeah. That's really odd to me. I, I don't get it. Like, I wish I could have had somebody from the MPA on this podcast to be like, oh, but <laughs> see, for that? the one thing, to, boobs are bad or something. Like,
3: <laughs>
5: yeah. I don't know. Oh, but what, it's a uh,
0: weird hypocrisy that goes down with it. Was
5: it? Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I was uh, sort of just talking to Kalen. What is it? Uh, one of our comedians that we listened to that we saw live. Uh, on one of his recordings, he was a writer and he was meeting with someone who didn't want him to use the word midget because it was just as bad as the N word, but then he couldn't (laughs) get the guy to say what the N word was, but the guy had no problem saying midget
4: a million times. Yeah, he's like, it's just as bad. No, it's not. You know how I know it's not? Because you're saying midget and you won't even say what the other word is. (laughs) Yeah. It's,
0: Is it's, midget it, beyond polite conversation?
4: Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's not, you know, politically correct. You know, that's a whole other can of worms. I don't know if you want to get into that in this, this part. But political correctness, as opposed to things that are flat out, you know, are, are we just going to limit everything that's offensive to anybody?
0: Yeah,
3: I mean, it's impossible.
0: There's something I definitely want to bring up when it comes to uh, offensive words in the music section, because there's a specific song. That reminds me of it.
3: I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: But when you guys uh, – I think probably the last thing that we can talk about when it comes to movies and TV, when you see the rating for something, does that ever actually play into an account of what you want to see? Like, I look at something like the movie trailer, and I don't pay attention at all to – the rating of the movie trailer... I mean, I, you see that there's the the green one approved for all audiences or the red one, the restricted red band trailer. If a red band trailer is up, you know the movie's rated R, for sure. Mm-hmm. And if a green one's up, it could be anything or whatever. I never pay attention to what the rating of a movie is until I already have, like, a reason to. Like, um, comic book movies come out and they'll advertise them... Eight months in advance or something like that, and it'll say this movie is not yet rated. And I'm like, all right, well, it's PG-13. It's going to be PG-13 no matter right. what. They're never going to make a PG-1 because it's just not violent enough to have, you know, Iron Man kill somebody and stuff. You have to do that kind of stuff. It's going to be PG-13, but it's not going to be rated R because of the same merchandise stuff, all the Midnight Cowboy uh, t-shirts that you want to sell and stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, like, if I look at a movie like that and. If that were to come out rated R, like Deadpool is going to be coming out eventually, and a Not lot of people a fucking R. a lot of people are in that oh, mentality that, has, they're to like, be that R. has to be rated R, and that's one of the few times where I'm like, yes, that does have to be rated R. You know, they're if, never going to do it though. I, I don't, don't think, think they that will. they will, but they keep saying that they might. It's oh, kind I'm of, going to Ryan
1: Reynolds. They said he's going to be R.
0: So Punisher was rated R, and he should have been because he's the goddamn Punisher. If they were doing, you know, the latest Fantastic Four movie, that would never would have been rated R and stuff like that. A lot of people go into those movies and they go, well, if this would have been rated R, it would have been better. And I think to myself, not necessarily. Why? I mean, there's so many movies that are rated R that if you could have cut it out to PG-13, maybe those cuts would have even made it a better movie. Yeah. Like, just having more... Violence or more uh, profanity or whatever like that doesn't make it better. Right. Does that ever, like, bug you guys when uh, you watch a movie and, and, you know, like, if you would have seen RoboCop, it would have been like, oh, this should have been rated R.
5: No, I've never... uh, Now that I'm over the age of 18, I really don't pay attention to ratings. I pay attention to what I've seen and heard about the movie.
4: I mean, I think it can... As long as the movie is able to stand on its own without that stuff added, I I think that's fine. It means it's a strong movie, but it's also funny when you see edited films on cable, and
3: I "I want these monkey fighting
4: snakes off this Monday Friday plane, (laughs) or this is what you get. This is what you get when you fight a stranger in the Alps. You
0: know, it's like. (laughs) One of my favorite instances of that, a movie that nobody's ever really heard of before, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah. Alec Baldwin. Thank you. Somebody knows the movie.
5: (laughs) Of course it's Caitlin. One of the
0: Baldwins. Alec. Yeah. Uh, That movie is amazing. It is boring as hell to 90% of the people that would ever watch it, because it's just a bunch of guys talking the entire movie, but it is phenomenal. It's so quotable and stuff. And... There's this whole diatribe that Al Pacino yells at uh, Kevin Spacey at one point in it. And it's just him, one-sided, yelling at him for fucking something up. And the edited version on TV is just so neutered down that it's terrible. (laughs) There's a line in it, and it's a simple line. It's just, what are you going to do about it, asshole? And I'm watching the and it's like, what are you going to do about it as help,
3: yeah. oh man <laughs> yeah,
4: please completely loses meaning going back to kill Bill you were talking about that not too long ago I actually was flipping through this a couple months ago and I was flipping through on late night cable
0: and, and had the, the edited version that was moderately wound bill yes basically it was <laughs> I I couldn't nice. believe you know any any
4: Tarantino stuff that you're gonna put on the air you have to edit the heck out of it and it it's just at that point you are mangling the film so badly it's it's pointless you just might as well not even try to do that you know if you have to have if you have to make that many changes just show a different movie Mm -hmm. because it's not the same movie anymore
0: pulp fiction when they air that they can't show when he shoots marvin in the face yeah so they just cut and have this fake gunshot sound i don't even know why they picked that sound because it doesn't sound like a real gun going off it's like he's sitting there he's got the the gun position on the back of the um chair and he's you know doing his lines and stuff like that and then it just kind of cuts to black and you hear like oh I shot marvin in the face and then there's like five seconds of silence and then it cuts to the next scene and you're just like all right well i guess he did
2: i you know. <laughs> believe you
4: yeah it's another one they shouldn't even bother trying to edit it and put it on tv
0: Thankfully, I've never sat through Reservoir Dogs I edited on TV. Oh, God. Oh,
5: I've, I've yeah, never seen it, it on that.
0: TV. He probably duct tapes the ear back on, and he's like, sorry, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even the, uh, the opening scene explaining Like a Virgin, it's probably like, uh, yeah. let me tell you what Like a Virgin's about. It's a really good song that's very catchy.
4: The end. <laughs> Why do I have to be Mr. Pink? Because you're a wuss. you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Because you're uh, the last person to pick names.
3: <laughs> oh man!
0: Edited on TV is one of the worst things you could ever do. I, even if they don't edit out profanity and stuff like that, I will refuse to watch a TV uh, movie for the first time on TV. Never, ever, 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 ever. Uh, just cutting out good jokes and stuff in general too. Like the Robin Hood Men in Tights edited version on TV is just, you know, they're missing a couple of really solid jokes in that one. Oh, definitely. But as oh, far as hey. movies and TV shows go, any other topics you guys want to bring up before we move on?
1: Yeah, four kids. What the fuck? Four kids? What? Yeah, they 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 edited them a shit ton of Yu-Gi-Oh shit and Pokemon shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right.
0: The stuff that they originally I broadcast in I always wanted Japan. to know
5: what the original ones were like.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, there's what, the, the Porygon one that caused a bunch of oh, seizures? Oh, yeah! <laughs>
1: there was that th- they did. edited rice cakes. <laughs> Or rice balls, and changed it to sandwiches and donuts. Yeah, the jelly Pokemon was fucking stupid. that's not safe for work. (laughs) As in Yu-Gi-Oh!, they would edit out guns and put finger pointing instead of guns.
0: Oh, actually, shit, that does bring up a a topic that we need to talk about. We can't bring it up in the other parts. Um, E.T. Yeah. When they changed the rifles to (laughs) walkie-talkies.
5: That was so stupid. And
0: another Thankfully, yeah, an- South Park did a great send up of that where it was like yes. the Ewoks have been changed to very hairy creatures. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, that that South Park was a great one where they yeah, I like how they did that. Also another thing that they changed in the ET was when they're getting ready in their Halloween costumes and instead of saying the original one, you know, he said, "Oh, she's I think it was the mom said, "You look like a terrorist." But in these days you can't say that anymore. So, no. you look like a hippie."
5: They oh, changed it to. oh man because they look
0: similar
4: <laughs> i guess
5: well those were the terrorists back then
4: like yeah, yeah I, mean, those makes sense. I mean it didn't the the, the word
0: didn't hold the same weight yeah back then, it, so. it... i don't know i don't get the uh the idea behind that it's like well they're the government yeah. they use guns
1: yes <laughs> especially now, in totally those do cases more
0: yeah, if they actually did use walkie-talkies, we wouldn't be hearing about all these different shootings that keep happening with the cops. <laughs> It'd be like, everybody's rioting in Ferguson because there was a walkie-talkie beatdown. Sure.
1: Oh, you, seen, you seen the size of those old-school walkie-talkies? Jesus yeah, Christ, you, you could face some so with that. <laughs> Legend of some of the death.
0: And the news would jump all over it because the news is the most sensational thing ever where you just, if you want to watch something that has to deal with you know a fire or a shooting or anything that's not safe for work just turn on the news and it's you know here's footage of some blood stain on the ground where somebody got stabbed or you know you basically you turn on the news now and it it either jumps out and goes like this is the thing in your household that will kill you tomorrow find and
3: out at 5
0: yeah or like um you know welcome to the six o'clock news rape rape it's just horrible it's the worst thing on television you can have like an easier time watching Hannibal than you can watching the news now
5: well you know there's always going to be someone very nice before they show anything okay we're sorry viewers but you may be a little upset by the footage (laughs) we're going to show you
0: then as soon as they get done that hunker down because of the weather is going to fuck you over too yeah (laughs) milk it now contains aids <laughs> <laughs> oh, the worst things possible in the news oh, man. i think that's it for the movie and tv discussion though uh leave your comments below listeners tell us what you think about these kind of things is that a good system that we have for the mpaa is it something that factors into your movie viewing habits are you the type of person that you know you had no problem taking your kids to go see passion of the christ even though he gets whipped and he's bloody all (laughs) over the place because it's a religious thing but you won't take him to go see i don't know cars because they might make like a gay joke or something uh what's your position on that kind of stuff when it comes to movies and tv shows and if you were offended by janet jackson and you weren't offended by who is it lebron
2: lebron yes yeah
0: then explain what the hell the difference is (laughs) Uh, Leave those comments below, though, and uh, we are going to continue on here in part two. We're going to talk about violent video games and different things about uh, that kind of side of geek culture. If you are on YouTube, uh, then you can just click on that next video. If you're on iTunes or Stitcher, then all you got to do is wait a couple seconds and we will be right back. Welcome back to episode 20. We talked about movies and TV. And, of course, right after we got done recording this, we thought of, like, 20 more topics that we could talk (laughs) about. The (laughs) ideas of uh, people not being able to, say, pregnant on TV back in the day, no husbands and wives being able to share the same bed, lots of stuff like that. But we already talked for an hour or whatever about movies and TV. It's time to move on to the other topics. Video games is one of the big ones that promoted this whole idea. um, Because... It's like the devil to some people. And <laughs> I have seen so many different charts and graphs and studies and whatever. Everybody always comes to the same uh, same conclusion that violent video games do not create violent people. They just either take somebody who is already violent and they give them an outlet that they don't do anything, or they just go along with what the people were going to do anyway. Like, pretty much, if you are going to be a violent person, you're going to be. And there's, like, the issues with mostly Grand Theft Auto, this comes down to. A lot of people just point to that as, like, kids are playing Grand Theft Auto, and that means they're going to all grow up to be murderers. Not true. I played Grand Theft Auto Vice City when I was a teenager, I have been in one fight in my entire life and it was before (laughs) I got Grand Theft Auto and I didn't start the fight. (laughs)
5: Oh, but that's not the video game that started it.
0: You know, there's so many different video games that like video games in general, like they are all either like puzzle or somewhat violent, even when it boils down to Super Mario Brothers for some reason you're killing these fucking mushrooms and you know you're shooting fireballs at plants and stuff like that like they're so cute yeah they're all they're doing is walking from one side of the screen to the other and you're like oh fucker let me stop on your head if that is something that convinces kids to do that or whatever if it was like it boiled down to that then i can understand it
2: (laughs) i can
1: honestly say i've never tried shrooms in my life
0: Yeah, I've never shot fireballs either. I've never never
1: thrown banana peels out my car window.
0: I've never turned into a raccoon and flew. Aw. Yet. Then you haven't lived.
2: (laughs) You haven't lived.
0: (laughs) But, you know, if video games really dictated how people ended up turning out and stuff like that. We would see more correlations between that. If you played Tetris, you would be really good at doing puzzles and stacking shit. You'd be like the best person that would ever work at a warehouse. And if you (laughs) were somebody playing Grand Theft Auto, then you would walk around killing people all the time. And the people that shoot other people are deranged. They're psychologically damaged in some way. They've got bullied or whatever that they felt the reason uh, to lash out or they're just like a bunch of bigots and they attacked other people and stuff. It's not because they played a game where they can steal cars and shoot people.
4: I agree. I think people who are mentally balanced and stable have no problem with that because they know the difference between reality and fantasy. Mm -hmm. Whether or not people who are already predisposed to being homicidal maniacs whether or not it encourages them to like, Hey, this is fun. I want to do this in real life. I don't think anyone who is a normal thinking person is going to be convinced by any, no matter how fun a video game is, that that is how they should actually live their real life. Normal people are able to determine between reality and fantasy. Whereas somebody who that might affect, they're probably a nut job anyway. Mm -hmm. So if it's not the video game, that's going to set them off. It's, You know, it's the heavy metal music, or it's Mm the movies, or any number of things. I think violent video games is just a scapegoat for a lot
3: of this stuff. I mean, just think about it. If that was the case, if violent video games, especially, like, realistically violent video games were to blame, we wouldn't have had serial killers or mass murderers before video games, which is just not, you know, it's, the like, you can't even, I mean... Come on, we had the Holocaust, which was, I mean... Like the worst thing that's ever happened. Yeah, exactly. We had tons of serial killers. We had horrible war-related atrocities aside from the Holocaust. And, I mean, no video games, you know. And it's just, the truth is that we as a society, we're constantly looking for scapegoats. Mm -hmm. And it's just easy to blame like Marley Manson or um, Grand Theft Auto for people doing stupid things. And just like with anything um, that comes, that boils out to choices and acting up in a certain way. It's always part biological. You're born in a certain way. Your brain is a certain way, and also your surroundings. You can't just blame video games. I mean. There are still very violent people who may never had had a chance to play, um, you know, violent video games. But are still out there doing things. So it's just...
0: <sighs> like, if we could go back in time and find out that Jack the Ripper was really <laughs> good at Pong... <laughs> and that's what the whole thing was then i'll buy it you know no, actually yeah, ping, yeah. ping
4: pong it was the the board game ping pong he was playing with a paddle and everything and it, d- it drove him
0: to to create all those crimes <laughs> yeah. and oh, he was yeah. like he, if this was on a video screen it would drive me nuts <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm gonna stab people and shit <laughs> i mean the other day i had or actually it's been a couple weeks ago now but um we had this podcast kind of planned in the future. So I wrote that note a while ago, (laughs) Uh, but I have uh, two nieces and a nephew and the oldest one is eight. And my, uh, that's my niece. My nephew is five and my youngest niece is three. So, you know, she doesn't do that kind of stuff or whatever. But I had an old friend of mine that Uh, doesn't live in the area anymore he came here he was visiting he's from this area so we were just doing a bunch of stuff that we used to do like back in you know high school middle school and stuff so one of the topics came up of like yo you want to play some of the old video games we've got you know goldeneye we used to love playing that game and stuff so i was like all right i'll set it all up we were playing grand theft auto vice city now when they came over my nieces and nephew Immediately, they saw that we were playing a video game, and I don't play video games often, so they were just like, Uncle Tony's playing a video game? Holy shit, I want to play. <laughs> my nephew immediately latched on to the idea of, this game looks fucking great. And uh, we were just like, alright, you, know, you can play a little bit, and whatever like that. And the first thing he did, he has no idea what the game is, but literally, the first thing he did, he goes, can I take one of these cars? And we go, yeah, you know, you can take it. You just go up to it and press triangle or whatever the button was. And he does that and he gets in the car and he goes, I'm going to run these people over.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: And he thought it was the funnest thing in the world. And eventually it almost became like, not like an argument, but it was like my niece wanted to play. And he was just kind of like, I'm not done playing yet. I want to run these people over. I don't want to like shoot this guy or whatever. And she played it for a little bit, whatever. My uh, sister was like, what are you guys playing? I was like, oh, they're playing Grand Theft And she was like, oh, thanks, to And like that kind of <laughs> thing whatever. But it's not an issue. Now, my nephew, he's been over here since then. And he's just kind of like, your game was awesome. And I'm like, yeah, it is a fun game and stuff like that. But not once, and I've asked him about this, not once has he said anything of like, I want to do that in real life. He hasn't right. done anything to his nieces, uh, to his sisters. He hasn't done anything like hurt any animals, nothing. So he played for a half an hour or something like that, where he's literally running around, shooting people, running people over, blowing up cars, and he has not done a single thing violent since then. If he was so suggestible and in an environment where he's playing a video game and that would, like, warp his brain and now he's going to become a serial killer, he would have, I don't know, like, hit one of his sisters or something.
3: Yeah, you've seen something happening. Yeah,
0: yeah.
4: I mean, it comes down to I think all these topics, you know, all the topics we're going to talk about today is is moderation and also being able to understand it's the parent's responsibility yes. to make sure if as long as the kid is if the kid's going to be partaking in whatever, that they understand what it is, you know, understand that the video game is not reality. This is a game. This is fantasy that you cannot do this in real life because of these reasons. This movie, you know, if these people are doing these things. This is not real life. So I think it's – as long as the parents are responsible in how the children access the stuff, I don't think it's necessarily detrimental.
1: So you're saying I can't perform any fatalities in real life? <laughs> no. Probably
0: Aww, well,
3: not. Well, you, you can
0: try. Yeah. If you could figure out a way to freeze somebody <laughs> and then uppercut them afterward like Sub-Zero, then post it on YouTube, man. You'll get a lot of hits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. I, I would need a
1: lot of nitrous oxide and – well, you're fist of steel. You're
4: bringing up Mortal Kombat and I think wasn't that the one that basically set up the ESRB?
0: Basically. I think yes. it was, yes. yeah. Yes.
4: The first Mortal Kombat, you know, they were like, oh, this is incredibly violent. We need to, basically, you know, like the MPAA is for movies, they set up the ESRB in the early 90s, I believe.
0: Sure as and, hell wasn't Pac-Man.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: that's, Z- that's one moves, of the reasons. And right.
4: I think it's good. I think it's good that they set that up. Instead of just saying, oh, you can't have anything with excessive violence, we can't make it at all, Mm -hmm. go ahead rate it because people who are over 18 should be able to have access to that.
5: You know, I I really think everything got started because there were some wealthy, uh, powerful parents who didn't care what their children were getting and they just bought these video games, walked in, saw what they were. Mm -hmm oh, how dare my child play this? I can't believe what this is. And then wanted to get it banned or...
0: Uh, yeah, they, they blame the game for existing instead of them having to be a parent. Exactly. exactly.
4: Yeah.
5: Yep. That's how it all started. And
4: it was, uh, was it Al Gore's wife, Tipper Gore. She was one of the leaders in that movement as far as... See,
0: you know, a powerful parent.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And you take, like, the parents that are like that and you know i kind of would assume a lot of them probably especially if they're older they probably just view video games in general as something bad
5: wasn't like, that part of the south park movie the, the
4: movie
0: video
5: games about video blame games? canada she uh
4: oh yeah just you know blame anything as long as the blame doesn't get put on yeah. us the song yeah. yeah or else somebody will end up blaming us <laughs>
2: So but yeah, I, mean, and it-
0: I could see older people just being like, well, it's it's these damn video games like that. I mean, we're going to talk about it in the next part, but a lot of these older people are like, this music that these kids listen to, that's why they, they fight people and stuff. And it's like, <sighs> you, you're just not used to the culture and you don't, you know, people back in the day were like appalled that there were these talkies these movies where you could talk and people are saying these terrible things and stuff like that it was like you know we had the the nice silent films where all you heard was the fucking piano shit and video games are something that you either kind of you get it or you don't and there's a lot of people that are just like scared by them for some reason like I, i don't understand why you would want to sit and play a video game all day but i'll put on tv and watch it for hours on end it's the same kind of thing. In fact, it's more interactive to play a video game because you yeah. actually are like kind of creating like motor function skills and stuff.
3: Yeah, exactly, and decision making as well too. It's like it. I it it's just it's statistically people that play more violent games like shooter survival games are better at making decisions than people that don't. So and you just, know, it's not all bad. You we can't just like deem them as. Oh, they're corrupting our youth and not realizing that, you know, they're games. Just like any other game. Like if you play Monopoly, it's developing some sort of skill. And you might also blame it as making people greedy or something. It is just stupid. Yeah,
0: by that rationale, <laughs> if violent video games, like you're playing Mortal Kombat and you're sub, uh, Sub-Zero or Scorpion or something like that, and they think that you're going to turn around and do that in real life, well, if you're playing Monopoly, you're going to be a real dick with money. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, whether you're talking about film or TV
4: or video games, they're, they each have levels of the violence, too, as far as – some, like I was saying before, you know, if it serves the too. story, yeah. If it's yeah, there, you go. If it, <laughs> if it's, it. If it serves wow. the story, uh, but then again, some of them are just gratuitous. You know, like some, yeah. you know, like uh, Mortal Kombat. I would say uh, Manhunt was one that I played and I liked. Uh, some oh, that of the, one the, got the, you. the Saw movies, uh, Bone Storm. you know, it, Bone Storm, <laughs> buy me Bone Storm or go to hell. <laughs> so, some of them are gratuitous. But I don't think that's necessarily bad. There's a time and a place for it, and some of them, the violence, like Mario, you know, it's cartoon violence, but it's violence. You're killing these little creatures. So <laughs> it, there's different levels. You can't just say all violent video games are bad because there's different levels of it. It's shades of gray. It's not black and white. I hope
0: yeah. that there's no Fifty Shades of Gray video game. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, God. Tony! Oh,
5: did you now have that you to? said that, there's going to
3: be. <laughs> oh, Tony.
0: They're going to do that first movie-video game tie-in, that 3D porn one. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> oh. And
0: you're just going to have to keep mashing it, uh, the X button over and over again. But if do you go different over different too many thrusts, that- then it ends up being a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of thrusting, though, that
4: reminds me talking about Grand Theft Auto. You remember in San Andreas, there was the, oh. hot, the uh. hot coffee mod? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one. They actually did a recall on the game because although it was something that wasn't part of the finished game, uh, people hacked it and found out that the code actually was on the original game. So if you had the original disc and you did some series of things that basically kind of broke the game and, or hacked it, that you were able to, to play this little mini game where you could do this basically sex game. You could have sex with one one of the girlfriends in the game. and. Uh-huh. They actually offered a recall. They're like, oh, you know what? The, the game's defective. Bring them in. We'll give you a new one. And I never did that. I'm like, no, I'm going to keep my original one. It's not broken. I'm not taking it in. I was an adult when I bought it. so.
5: And you did do the sex game.
4: No, I didn't. I saw the video. I looked up the video online. Um, but I never did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, because I, it was I, all over the try. news when they when it was all over the news when it first broke.
3: The, wasn't there an Assassin's Creed? I forget which one. That, like, the it starts with, like, a sex scene as a cutscene. scene. Um, I think was, like, the third one because I remember that I had asked my mom for that game for Christmas, and I was playing that game Christmas morning, and it's, like, oh. started. <laughs> well, to be <laughs>
4: fair... <laughs> to be fair, the title of
0: the game does start with the word ass twice. You beat me to that uh, <laughs> yeah! uh,
2: I'm convinced
0: that the people weren't looking for the hot coffee thing, trying to get any kind of like sexual content. I think that they were looking for you. <laughs> yeah, that could be. You have to you push the truck out of this. <laughs> you have to push the truck out of the way. Yeah, why aren't there people trying to say that uh, the Pokemon thing is not safe for work anymore? That used to be a big problem. Yeah. People were like, that's corrupting minds, and kids shouldn't be, uh, like, playing Pokemon because it's going to ruin their religious values and shit. Oh. It's vir- oh, I've virtual. I've never understood that. It's virtual dogfighting. Mm-hmm.
3: It, wasn't it about the evolution as well? Yeah, that was <laughs> a big problem. Like not Christian.
0: <laughs> oh, these <laughs> kids really? are going to play a game where, you know, your Charmander evolves into a Charmeleon, and suddenly you're going to denounce God. <laughs> <laughs> That was before they introduced God into the games. So, you know, there's a God Pokemon now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah.
3: Some
0: I still of the how to pronounce Arceus. That. Is Arceus or Arceus or what? Arceus. Oh, Arceus. Arceus. I'm not
3: even gonna try. It's no. It's I just like know. some
0: horse thing. Just like yeah, that's what I think about. You know, <laughs> praying to God and praying to some like horse with rings. Into like Pokemon but people have a problem with those kind of things if even pokemon is a problem then of course something like grand theft auto is we're bully you know i never played the game but i mean the game is you're a fucking bully and you bully people and uh you know there's like free roam games where you have the ability to just like hit civilians and stuff and it's fun you know i mean yeah it's a an outlet so i don't have to do that in real life when people piss me off and you know, I'm more likely if somebody cuts me off in traffic and I'm feeling like a road rage kind of thing, I'm gonna be like, I don't even honk my horn. That's the type of person. Wow, I that's am.
3: amazing.
0: I'm more concerned with I'm making sure that I'm stopping and I can turn my wheel. You know, to instead of just like honking my horn and ramming into the person. But if I'm that. all stressed out and stuff, instead of me, you know, getting out of my car, dragging them out, beating them down, taking their car and trying to get five stars, I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna play <laughs> a game instead. You know. <laughs>
5: Five
2: stars.
0: <laughs> 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 That's an issue though that I think a lot of people overlook and um it applies to you know, some other video games too and stuff. And um Sean you brought up before we were recording here Hatred, I think you said was his name.
1: Uh what? what?
0: The game Hatred the
1: can... game? uh the game hatred, yeah, what about it?
0: Like what's the basis for that one? Is it that... uh
1: the the basis the the story for hatred? You're just this guy who's um, blocked off from society, and basically the object of the game is just to kill as many pedestrians as possible before you get killed by the police. Hmm. That, that is the object of the game.
0: Now, you've played that game. Have you ever attempted to I, I think do I've never played
1: that game. I, I, I think that game is kind of sick, to be honest. Just the presence, you know. When did it come star. out, Was it like a it's 2015 June, oh, okay. I think.
0: Oh, was. like this month? Yeah, it
1: was wow. it's recent, yeah. And uh, re- it, they originally took it off Steam, but then Gabe Newell's, like, the owner of Steam, was like, no, nah, we can't take it off. Well, they'll check it back on. Yeah, it was 1st of June 2015 it was released. And it's the third game to ever get an AO rain. Dots only? Mm
0: hmm.
4: Well, this is going back a few years, but you guys remember the the shitstorm that was going down when Doom was for, were first popular, the very first Doom game?
0: I wasn't really privy to it, but I remember when I first played Doom and it scared the shit out of me.
4: Yeah, it was like one of the first mainstream, really big, popular first-person shooters that was super violent on the computer. And, you know, I played it, I was a teenager, it was fun as hell, but... It really that was another one that was around the same time as Mortal Kombat, I believe. And that was one of the ones that pushed them to establish the ratings board, which I think is a good idea. Like I said before,
0: mm-hmm.
4: because to be
0: able to have it where parents know that that's what it is and then they can either approve or deny.
4: Exactly. You know, the more informed people are, the better decisions they're going to make generally. So mm-hmm. I think that's great, you know, and. Same thing with movies, you know, put why it's rated M for mature, you know, is it because of violence? Is it because of nudity? Why, you know, so the, I think the more informed people are, the better decisions they're going to be able to make. So I'm, I'm as f- in favor of them rating them in that way.
0: What comes to, we're mostly talking violence here, but, uh, through a little like sexual content in with the hot coffee thing, but I mean, a lot of video games don't really have that. And. You know, there's not well, many I mean, video games that are. Unless you know, if you
3: discount the very provocative outfits that they choose for female characters. Like Mortal Kombat is just. Like
1: I mean, Tomb they Raider. barely
3: have clothes. <laughs> yeah, in Tomb Raider as well.
1: Like, I, I don't know, the new Tomb Raider, she's got a lot of clothes.
4: Or do you remember there was a game that came out for Xbox? You know, the fighting series, uh, Dead or Alive? Oh, dead or Alive. But they did the extreme beach volleyball. So it was all the girl fighters in the game yeah. in these skimpy bikinis. bikinis yeah. And that was kind of weird. That was, was basically, you know, titillation. But I I thought it was weird. My A friend of mine actually had that one. I never owned it. I never had an Xbox. But, <laughs> but I saw him playing it. that and was then... your
0: reasoning why you didn't own it? Yes. <laughs> Not like, yeah. I wouldn't buy this game. It's, oh, I don't have the system for it.
4: I might, yeah, I don't know. But it didn't. It didn't really interest me. But as far as games that are like, because I, I don't know if you guys ever watch Twitch or you're familiar with it, but you know people stream video games. You can watch them. And in the newest Grand Theft Auto, I, which I haven't played either, but there's a strip club part of it, and I guess it's full nudity or at least topless. Yeah, there is. No, it's and full nudity. is it full nudity? Okay, and
1: you can get to full nudity.
4: I guess people are getting trouble, getting in trouble on Steam if they're, or yeah, not Steam, but rather but Twitch for streaming that. Because, you know, there's policies against, you know, no nudity on on Twitch for streaming. So there's certain parts of the games that they're not even able to play while streaming because of whatever restrictions on it.
0: Hmm. That I don't know why that reminded me of it um, specifically, but I mean, I know why there's a connection here. But what do you guys think of the Game of War thing? <laughs> they literally advertised this as just Kate Upton's breasts.
4: Yes, yes they do.
0: That's the whole advertisement of this whole entire game, and as far as I know, there's nothing sexual about the game. But No, I
1: I tried the game, didn't like it. It's full of microtransactions and it's just nah. But I bet it got all the twelve year old boys to down yeah. download it. You
3: know? Oh yeah, of course. I mean, especially the whole, like, slow motion riding on the horse with those things, yeah. like, flop, flopping around.
0: Like, how obvious can you get? They might as well have yeah. just zoomed in. Yeah. yeah. Boob of war. I mean, game of boob. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the fappening, the video game. <laughs> Speaking of boobs, you
4: know, I'm, I'm going back to, to Twitch there. I don't know if you guys watch any of the, the streamers on there who play games. I know one of our cast members here likes to stream on Twitch once in a while, Mr. Shaughnessy. But there is a uh, a thing that I've noticed. A lot of the girl gamers, which, you know, I'm all for everybody playing games. Awesome. You know, if you're going to play games and enjoy it and, and people enjoy watching you. But I think a lot of the streamers kind of exploit themselves and they use their sexuality. A lot of the girls and women who are playing the games will purposely, you know, cuz you have a camera on you, you know a lot of players do, and so people can watch you playing the video game and you know have a chat going with you. And a lot of them will purposely wear low-cut tops. Yeah. And I think it's it's an attempt to get more viewers and then it's like yeah. and then people come in, you know, then you get the the kids coming in the chat making rude comments. They're like, "Oh, why are you guys being so rude to me? Why are you making all these sexual comments?" But at the same time, it's I, I guess we'll get into that in the cosplay section, too, as far as uh, skimpy clothing.
0: I'll flat out admit, you guys are going to be seeing a thumbnail on this video that has Lara Croft basically nude. Because it's going to get hits. Yeah. And it's like...
1: Make sure it's the new Lara Croft, though, the Camilla, whatever her name is. I don't have a clue. Lara Croft. She's pretty fit.
0: I don't know. Sex sells. It was whatever one I could cover up in strategic places. <laughs> It's true, though, and, uh, you know, I mean, this we're not talking about YouTube in general, but we might as well just toss that out there right now. Um, even just YouTube itself, the people doing, like, uh, videos that are, like, standard vlogs and, you know, oh, I'm going to talk today about how I picked up uh, Chick-fil-A and the thumbnail is just cleavage, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, come on, like, yep. yeah, I'm a fan of it, but I'm not going to watch the video for that reason, and you shouldn't be... Don't it that far where you're just it's blatantly obvious
4: and so many of the other clickbait sites too you know if you go on i don't want to name specific sites because i don't want to give them publicity but you know you know the ones i'm talking about
0: yeah, where it's like starts with uh
4: yeah something like that <laughs> exactly <that's one> <laughs> so you know it's it's like you know oh my gosh i couldn't believe what happened next and then you know you look at all the other videos and you know it's like half of them are just clickbait and you know most of them are exactly the same kind of cleavage or something related to that. And it's just so tiresome.
0: And people criticize like video game covers for that and movies too, but there was a big controversy with the, uh, grand theft auto cover and, uh, the girl in the bikini. Like, why does it need to be a girl in a bikini in here? You know, can't we just keep stick to the violence?
4: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. I think they're, they should be allowed to do that. I just think it's, it's cheap. It's easy. It's, it's, you know, tacky.
0: It's, I don't know. It's just a shame that it works.
4: Oh, it sure does.
0: It's a shame that I can't take advantage of it. (laughs) (laughs) If there was like a male version of that, you better be sure that I'd whore myself out if I could get some extra hits. (laughs) (laughs) But there's uh, sex in those video games. There's lots of violence, of course. There's not much profanity and there's not much substance abuse. And there is in certain games. And... I'm blanking on the name of it right now, but it was some game in, like, Super Nintendo or something that had profanity in it. And people were, like, astounded.
1: You know about Street Fighter?
0: No, it wasn't that... Did they curse in Street Fighter?
1: It sounds like it. You know, when, um... Ryu is doing Theodore He's... Dawkins, it, uh, me and my brother always thought he was go- saying, oh, my shit! You know? <laughs> <laughs> I
4: know in the game for N sixty four, there's one called "Conquer's Bad Fur Day."
0: That's what I'm thinking of.
4: Was that yeah? And that yeah, had N64. that had some language in it, and it was a very cute. You know, cute little little animals, and they had some filthy mouths. Some of them. <laughs> like,
0: what do they say in the game? I never played it.
4: Oh, it's been a long time. I
0: like. Are they actually yep. like dropping drop f bombs and stuff? I don't are know are if they... they
4: said the f bomb. I, I believe they said shit, and I can look it up here. But there's a lot of with the wind jokes. and saying
0: damn.
4: Yeah, yeah, they say damn.
0: They're like, ah, that what the heck? It's like, throwing at my kids. (laughs) Now I really wish there was a version of Street Fighter where they were cursing, like the M and M Bison stand for motherfucker or something. (laughs)
2: That will be so cool.
0: Somebody looks at Guile and they're like, "What the fuck is up with your head, dude?"
1: (laughs) Sonic cunt.
4: I just read, a. I found a quick wiki about uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day. The game has a lot of strong language in it, but only censors a few words with the subtitles of the speech containing the word being flashing red symbols like skulls, spirals and, light- uh, spirals, and lightning. More words are censored in the Xbox remake, most notably shit. So shit was in the original, but not in the Xbox remake, I guess.
0: As far as I know, I can't think of any games other than Grand Theft Auto and stuff that involves some kind of like drug use. Like on Fable,
3: dunk. you on Fable you can get drunk, but I mean it's it's still yeah. like it's like a like a cheesy like you know nothing bad really happens you just stumble
0: around.
1: Since Rogue, you can do drugs in.
0: God knows what the hell's happening with the before and after with Doctor Mario.
1: Yeah,
3: you know you know what is funny though on Resident Evil. I think on the last ones, isn't the, the, like your, your health, uh, like stuff you can get to make your health better, like little plants? Like for herbs, the longest yeah. time, I thought they were like weed. And I was so confused. Like, why would they put a weed in this game and then have it, like, make your health full again? But it's just herbs.
0: Maybe that's a so way to get like... around the terrible plot. And it turns out that the whole thing is a bad trip.
3: <laughs> it's cool. I like that game. Don't shit on it.
4: One, one thing that I like is, and I thought they did it in a really clever way too, is in some of the Metal Gear Solid games, uh, you you're play a snake and you can have cigarettes in the game. And when you use the cigarettes, it does two things. First of all, it, when you're using a sniper rifle, it steadies your aim. If you're smoking, yeah. it kind of calms you down and steadies oh, your aim, you so you can that. so you can snipe better. But at the same time, it decreases your health while you use it.
0: Oh, uh, that's kind of cool.
4: So they show great. you know they show the bad side of it too. I guess I just thought that was kind of clever how they use that mechanic yeah. in
0: game <laughs> with a game yeah, that's, that's all stealth. Really... They should have it where he's like smoking, and then you're creeping around a corner, and then he goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drawing a blank for anything else for video game related stuff. Anybody else have any other topics you want to bring up?
4: Well, that violence and sexuality in video games isn't a new thing by far. You know, that's back going back to the Atari games. I don't know if you've seen some of those, but they had some pretty, pretty, uh, uh yeah. I don't want to say disgusting, but pretty questionable things in the early Atari games. And yeah, like you know, Burger
0: time, Whew.
4: <laughs> well, not not burger time. I I can link you to some stuff off the air. Oh, you
1: are you know about that cowboy game?
4: Yes, exactly. I think it was uh Last Stand,
1: Custer's Last Stand or something like that. What
0: was that?
4: Uh
1: you you uh, were you were a naked cowboy and you would rescue this Indian chick and then you would rape this Indian
0: chick. Oh my
1: god.
4: <laughs> yep, huh. but it, with Atari graphics.
1: Yeah.
0: And somebody was like we need to make video games. What should we base them around? Well, we got ping pong. Yeah, that's kind of fun. We got, you know, raping Indian culture.
3: Oh, my God.
0: we Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, you know, we'll get around to that one, too. We can hold off on that one, Phil. He's like, let's you know, nah, like do this th- one now.
4: It's <laughs> 35 years old, but it's probably one still, for the time, one of the most offensive games made. It's,
1: it's still, I think it's still classed as one of the most offensive
4: games oh, yeah, it made. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sounds more offensive than the shit that's coming out now. I know. Yeah damn, I'd rather play Grand Theft Auto. At least in that game, you could just, like,
3: yeah. golf. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You need golf.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, that'll do us in for the video game section of this. We got music coming up next. Click on that next video. If you are on YouTube, on iTunes and Stitcher, all you got to do is sit back and relax. And if you are coming on this randomly on the video game one, go back and listen to movies and television when uh, part one that we had there... And we will be right back with video games, no, we are done with video games, with music not safe for work stuff. Continuing on here, we talked movies, we talked TV, we talked video games, can't forget about music here, so we're going to talk about that for a little bit, and uh, I'm going to preface this ahead of time, we probably don't have anywhere near as much to talk about for this one, so it'll be a little bit shorter, but that's because really, you're only dealing with essentially one part of it, and... um, Music videos are a part of it, but, I mean, that kind of plays into TV a little bit. But it's mostly just the audio stuff, and there's not much you can do. You can edit it or you can't, or, you know, different parts that you could say, you can say, you can't say, what you used to be able to, you know. I mean, you look back in what music used to be, and it was all like, I know this sweet gal, and we're going to, you know, go steady. And then now there's, like... <laughs> I don't even know what the hell the lyrics are now, but there's just... I was listening to the song Birthday Sex earlier, and it's you know, that's an <laughs> older song. Mm-hmm. It's not even a new one. Um, so, I guess the first topic to bring up, uh, are we in a time peri- uh, period where lyrics are kind of pushing the boundaries too much?
3: Well, I think that... I think especially with pop... Female singers, I feel like they feel like they need to do it. They need to be edgy and sometimes break away from their um, younger image. Uh, especially like those people that come from Disney and all of that. Like they need to make like dirty songs and be all about sex. And they think somehow that validates them.
0: Riley as Cyrus performers,
3: mm-hmm. yeah, Ariana like Lady as well. Even though she didn't come from Disney, like her songs are all about sex. And
0: I like am grown up now; I can talk yeah, about yeah, something other than. I
3: guess, uh, yeah. And well, you are asking if,
4: if boundaries are being pushed or or whatever. I think boundaries should be pushed. I think that's part of art. I think there should be art that makes people uncomfortable. I think, you know, as adults, we should be able to consume things that maybe are offensive to some people just because somebody is offended by somebody doesn't mean that nobody in the world should be able to partake. You know, there's there's certain, you know, either whether it's sexually explicit lyrics or or racial lyrics or however it's offensive, violent lyrics. I think like with movies and TV and video games, there's a time and a place for it. It's not for children. Uh, we're going to get into how, you know, the parental advisory label program and all that stuff in a, in a second. But if, as far as adults being able to consume that, I think that should be totally fine. You know, and if it makes some people feel uncomfortable, well, they have their right not to purchase those kind of things.
0: Or to change the radio station. Exactly. Now, immediately I think of when we are talking about the – dealing with kids and stuff, something that was kind of recent and that made me crack up. Uh, and I didn't have this note in advance, but as soon as you said it, it popped in my mind. That Megan Trainor song, All About the Bass. <sighs> First off, let me get this out of the way. That song is controversial because a lot of people don't understand the meaning behind it and people want to bitch about everything. It's because she's fat. Yeah, it, there's... Two sides of the coin. There's the people that are... Actually, there's three sides of the coin. There's people that are upset that that song exists because why is she saying that skinny people are bad and she really isn't? Right. Um, Then there's people that are upset because it's like, well, why is she saying that being big is good? Which, you you know, it's health concerns and stuff like that, you can argue, but when it comes to image things you're never going to win that argument but then there's the group of people that thankfully uh there is a third group of people that are like oh this song's kind of catchy that's it and that's all that fucking matters but I find it really weird that there are like what what do they call them like kids bop or something like that the Mm -hmm. where the ones that are like kind of redone and like a karaoke kind of version the real cheap version of it that they promote for kids (laughs) <laughs> that's a song that they put on there? Really? And there's no way that that should be a song that's on there. I mean, if you would have to change the lyrics like Weird Al versions to do something like that. But funny enough, I was just hanging out with a bunch of people one day and they were scrolling through the internet and they came across this thing and they were like, listen to this and tell me what you think that they're saying. And it was the kid's version of it. And uh, the lyrics are... You know, I mean, if the real version of it, you can't have that with the kids and just be like, okay, well, you know, I'm bringing booty back and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. They changed it to, I'm bringing it all back. But they sung it in a weird way that it sounds like they're saying, I'm bringing anal back.
2: (laughs) Oh, no.
0: Oh. I was sitting there listening to this and I didn't even I mean it was a loud environment a lot of noise and shit so I couldn't really hear it that much on their cell phone Aww. and stuff I'm like is this a parody of all about that bass where they're talking about bringing anal back and they're like no this is the kids version and I'm like you gotta be fucking shitting me oh
3: like, man there's probably kids
0: <laughs> singing this kids bob version of Megan Trainor's song and going I'm bringing anal back and it's like that is by far worse than you could ever say in the goddamn song
4: Well, it reminds me, going back to when we were talking about movies, when they edit them for TV, certain things just don't try to do. Don't try to make it safe for everybody. Certain things should be only for adults. You know, it it takes the heart of it out of it. And while I'm not particularly a fan of that specific song, I think if you're changing it that much, you basically destroyed what it originally was. You know, I'm not offended by it or the lyrics. I just think it's kind of dumb. It's catchy, but it's kind of a dumb song.
0: Yeah. Oh, it definitely is.
1: Damn, bloody it is.
0: By far, it's a dumb song. The video's kind of funny because there's this like huge Hawaiian guy dancing and stuff. But
1: Doesn't uh, he there's... look like um, uh, Cleveland Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> the Cleveland
0: show. I can see that, yeah. Editing on uh, radio, though, is kind of odd because they can't bleep it because then that would just be really like a pain in the ass to listen to just a bunch of bleeps and stuff especially for the songs like a lot of rap songs there's enough that you would have to bleep out and uh you know like Nicki
3: Minaj like the Anaconda song it was so big and I don't know how because she performed at one of those like music um award shows and they had a like so many parts of the song were just like silent and it was like her shaking her ass (laughs) in front of everybody which you know it's it's still cool i'm not hating i actually really like her but it's like why would you even perform a song like that it's just like not for kids it's about you know a guy's giant penis not liking skinny bitches that's pretty much it like, why would you do that in an award show where there's a lot of kids watching as well?
0: Yeah, like, you couldn't pick any of her other songs? Or, yeah, you know. or, or,
3: you know, anything. <laughs> or maybe just have her shaking her ass the whole entire minute that the song's supposed to be playing.
4: Well, again, I find it weird what they do censor and what they don't censor on radio. And some songs they censor sometimes and some they don't. I, I The first thing that popped in my head was... Alison Chains' Man in the Box. They say the word shit in that song twice. Sometimes when they play it on the radio, they censor it. Sometimes they don't. So I don't know if they're just being safe, if they're actually allowed to do it. Because I've heard it at all times of the day. It's not like after 10 o'clock or something oh. like that. So I don't know if they're risking getting fined by actually playing it during the day. or I'm not sure what the exact laws on that are. But I think it's, it seems arbitrary to me how they decide what words to censor and when.
0: This is one that stands out to me as controversial in a lot of ways, and I really, uh, I know that people are going to be like, yeah, you're kind of being a dick here, Tony, but to me, it doesn't seem like it's an issue. Came out a bunch of years ago, and I don't remember exactly when, but I think it was when I was in high school, so it's probably like 2004 or something like that. Uh, But the Black Eyed Peas song, Let's Get Retarded. I don't they, remember that
4: song. I remember that. They redid it as let's get it started.
0: Yeah. Let's get it started. Oh! And, here, and it was all let, let's get retarded. And, and you can't say retarded and stuff. And it's, I know that that bog, bothers a lot of people because they go, well, that's offensive. And it's, you know, I argue the idea of no word is offensive. It's how you use the word. If you are making fun of a mel- mentally challenged person, and, like, pointing out somebody with Down syndrome and laughing at them. Yeah, that's offensive. But if <laughs> you use the word retarded, meaning retarded, <laughs> that's the definition of the word. Like, we've become too uh, politically correct where I think that, I mean, we used to say retarded. Then you can't say that anymore. Then you have to say mentally disabled oh then it's offensive to say disabled then you have to say uh
4: differently abled
0: differently abled and it's like well at what point are you just gonna say nothing because everything's gonna offend people like let's get retarded should not have been an offensive song no if I remember correctly they're talking about getting drunk off their ass and let's get so fucked up that our brains become retarded yeah that's what retardation is. Exactly. You know, it's not, let's get retarded and start, like, you know, doing sound effects that make it sound like we have Down syndrome or something like that. Like, then, yeah, that would be an offensive as hell song. <laughs> but let's get retarded in here. It's like, you know, if you're really going to get so butthurt about that, you don't need to listen to music. Yeah. <laughs> Just put on your jazz. Oh, yeah, jazz is probably offensive because it's like, doesn't follow a st- pattern and stuff. Put on um, Chopin. Just listen to that. Which that used to drive people nuts too. Mozart was uh, considered like, you know, horrible.
1: But did Mozart have a retarded son though? Or was that uh, Beethoven?
0: Uh, it was I what? don't know. None of that rings a bell. Beethoven went deaf. Yeah. And he well, apparently we're, used to make uh, music by feeling the vibrations on the floor, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool.
4: When we're talking about editing songs for the radio and, and you know, you kind of brought up the Black Eyed Peas there, there's a song, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. I've heard it on the radio. I forget exactly when it came out, not that long ago, within the last couple of years. It's by Big Sean and I heard it on the radio and the title of it is, is I don't F star star K with you. I don't fuck with you is what it's called. And
0: Imagine him trying to sing those lyrics. <laughs> I don't f star star K with you. <laughs> well, that's how that's
4: how it's written every every you know and when you look it up. But I think that actually might be the title. But whatever the lyrics, you know, he's If you look up the lyrics, I was thinking about pasting them for you guys here to see it. But it's every basically every other word is is a curse word. They have to edit every single one out on the radio. So it's like I don't with you, you little stupid with it. You and it's like serious. It sounds also like the songs breaking up. It's like you know sometimes when certain certain friends of ours have Skype calls that drop out. uh, You know half the words are gone. So at that point it's like Swiss cheese. You know most of the if you have to edit out that much. Same thing with the movies. Don't even put that song on the radio. If if you really have to cut out that much, don't do it.
0: Wow, I'm looking at the lyrics now. You're right. The yeah pre hook. I don't fuck with you, you little stupid ass bitch. I ain't fucking with you, you little you little dumbass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. I got a million trillion things I'd rather fucking do than to be fucking with you, you little stupid ass.
2: Yeah, and that's the song. <laughs> I gotta admit oh, I kinda geez. like the
0: song though. <laughs> and I, I hear that one
4: on the radio and they have to censor it. It's like so you see, like every third word they have to bleep out.
0: Yeah, at that point so you're not, you know, a musician really at this point. Yeah, a lot of rap songs in particular, they're just unnecessarily vulgar. You couldn't Uh. think of any other lyrics than fucking and bitch and ass.
4: Well, when I think about rap lyrics and, and censorship, the one big one that I remember was, and I know I'm a little older than some of you guys, but back in 1989, you remember Two Live Crew?
0: Which they had, uh, song in particular? Because I know well, too They, they had crazy. an album.
4: They had an album. Their album was called "As Nasty as They Wanna Be." It had "Me So Horny." You remember that oh, one? Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Me that so was horny. one of the songs on there. And that one is pretty even, vulgar.
4: Even though it was it already had the parental advisory sticker on it, they thought that didn't go far enough, and there were actually arrests made based on people selling that record. So isn't that um, – that amazes me that they can – you know, they are selling that record in a store with explicit lyrics oh. and the person who was working at the store – I believe it was the person the who worked at the – I don't know. I don't have the exact details on it. But somebody got in trouble legally because they sold that album, that rap album that had explicit lyrics on it.
0: It is pretty bad. I mean – I actually have that in my music collection. I think it's a funny fucking song. Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, it's, it takes you by surprise when he just flat out says, sit in that home with my dick on hard. <laughs> <laughs> and That's the whole, awesome. that one lyric, um, if I'm remembering correctly, it's uh, what's wrong with a quick nut? Like, it's just, yeah. oh God, this is terrible <laughs> kind of thing. But, um, and it's pretty bad. I mean, he says something about when I, uh, when i get your pussy busted or something and like so i can see why they would be like oh we you know we shouldn't be hearing this and stuff but you shouldn't be arrested for selling it
4: no you shouldn't you shouldn't be playing out of the radio i don't i'm not saying that yeah, but i think that an adult should be able to go into a record store right and choose to buy that legally and that i mean now it's not really an issue as much now but yeah, in the late 80s, that actually was in the news, that people were getting in trouble for that. And they are actually, their follow-up album is called Banned in the USA,
2: <laughs>
4: which, which referenced the whole controversy.
0: By the way, do you guys think that uh, Reservoir Dogs is right about, like, a virgin? <laughs> <laughs> Did you, I, like, I, sneak one by? <laughs> I, I
4: like that one theory.
0: <laughs> Marilyn Manson is somebody who comes to mind with music and people complaining that things are not safe for work. I mean, not just like uh, the style of his music, but if you just look at him, <laughs> that's enough. He's
3: carrying her without any makeup, actually. Like that,
0: ugh. Oh He looks like such a dork if he's not in Marilyn Manson. <laughs> like, he's the type of guy you'd see in the subway and you just bump into him and be like, he's not going to do anything. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm a fan of a lot of Marilyn Manson stuff, especially the older stuff. I mean, I'm not a huge fan, but I've seen him in concert, you know, three or four times and it is, it does, it pushes the boundary as to what a lot of people consider offensive or distasteful, but it has its artistic purpose. So again, people being offended by that, you know, and then of course the rumors start, you know, that he's killing animals on stage and that he's, you know, defecating on, on audience members and things like that. There, you know, rumors really start flying. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, uh, (laughs) So I just the music, though, just the album, you know, putting putting away, putting aside the live performance, I have no problem with that. You know, it could be much worse. I think as a discriminating adult, you should be able to choose if you want to have, you know, whether or not he's satanic or, you know, because I he's not satanic, but lyrics that maybe make people think that, you know, I don't. I don't think that that really should be much of an issue. I don't understand why people and a lot of it I think has to do with, you know, just the conservative traditional quote unquote traditional conservative values and especially, you know, a lot of people are hung up on being very conservative and religious. And while they see Marilyn Manson, you know, he might say lyrics that don't agree with their religious perspective. That's fine. You know, maybe he says something that's against my beliefs. I don't think he should be kept from saying it. You know, if if somebody says something that I don't find tasteful or that I find offensive, it's my right as consumer not to purchase their product. I'm not going to go to your concert. I'm not going to let my children listen to it. But I'm not saying that, you know, my neighbor down the street should legally not be allowed to purchase that. That's ridiculous.
0: That you could argue the same thing if you're on, like, the religious side of things, is that you don't want to listen to Christian rock yeah, if you're yeah. not Christian, you know? Or old, like, um like gospel songs or anything like that. What stands out to me, though, with Marilyn Manson, and it works well with this discussion that we're having, uh, I don't think immediately, like, what he dressed up as i don't think about um you know like lyrics or anything like that in particular i always think of this one movie if you've seen it you know what i'm talking about immediately if you haven't then it takes quite a bit of explaining but it's called bowling for columbine
3: yes, yes.
0: that movie is all about the columbine shooting it's a documentary mm-hmm. and whether or not you believe in you know the documentary style of finding your information and you know uh was it Michael Moore? Yes. yes. Michael Moore, yeah. Uh, that he could be, like, editing things and stuff. Okay, sure, you know, well, let's push all that aside for now. What stands out to me with Marilyn Manson is they were asking him about the whole situation and people blaming, you know, his music as a possible reason for why these kids might have shot other people and stuff. Right. And there's a great quote, the best quote in the entire movie, where they say, what would you, if you had a chance, what would you tell the kids if you... Could tell them something that, you know, could have got them to stop doing this or something like that. He said, I wouldn't tell them anything. I would listen.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: That right there, if Marilyn fucking Manson can have better parenting skills than the parents <laughs> of these kids, should prove to you that whether he dresses up in a bodysuit and looks all weird and he's got makeup and he's talking about whatever the hell he's talking about and stuff like that, that it's art. And. You know, there's weird art work out there. We mentioned on some podcast, I think it was the All Talk show recently, that there's some artistic people that think that shoving a can of soup up your vagina is art and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, you know, Marilyn Manson's not putting this kind of stuff out there to try to warp people's minds.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I actually thought that his, inner, his whole interview in that movie was the best part. Like he's definitely somebody who, um, even though there were um, some people in the movie are saying, "Oh, you know those boys, they they would listen to Marley Mason and they would dress in black, and that's why they did it." Like he is just a performer, you know. You, it's the same thing when people are blaming somebody like Lady Gaga for overly sexualizing yes. younger girls, like. She's doing her thing. Yes, it's all about sex with her, but it's not really valid because there are so many other factors um, that go into it. And I, I just—I don't know. Like, I listen to heavy metal all the time. I adore it. I never killed an animal. Like, I don't even eat meat. <laughs> so, it's, oh, I'm not. <laughs> it's Animals a- taste amazing. No, they don't stop it. Don't eat a chicken
0: your... parm sandwich and then tell me. <laughs>
3: don't let your dog listen to what you're saying right now. <laughs>
0: eh, he'd probably be a little gamey.
3: He'd probably eat you if you died.
0: That little He'll Yorkie, yeah, eh, bring it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, but you know what? It's it's all about. The... I was actually thinking about how um, Charles Manson. Um, his whole ideology about also Scouter and how um, there will be this huge racial war uh, between the blacks and the whites, and that will cause the apocalypse. He got all his ideas from the Beatles White Album, you know. So, I'm and, sure if so he says.
0: background uh, backwards, it tells you all that stuff. That's just something <laughs> I was
4: going to bring up—the back masking.
3: But I mean, you can you. If you believe in something, you will find evidence all around you Mm -hmm. that such Mm -hmm. thing exists. Like people, like like I was just saying when we're off, like the Illuminati situation. (laughs) Like (laughs) there's so many videos online of people saying that Beyonce is a high level witch, and that. In her music videos, you can see her doing all this Illuminati shit and that she sold her soul to the devil. Like, if you believe in something, you can make everything around you the evidence to support your theories. And it's, it's, bottom line, it's just like art, you know? You're going to feel what you're going to feel depending on what you already
0: carrying inside you. If you hear the ambulance in the background, that's the Illuminati coming after <laughs> <bottom> Yeah, that's
3: <laughs> Here, yeah. No, the Illuminati are going to kill me tonight, actually, because I'm going to be the next sacrifice.
0: Either that, or it's somebody who's played Grand Theft Auto and they stole an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned racial problems, though. That's something that is a huge issue when it comes to uh, editing stuff for radio and everything. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Did you guys ever hear that? I don't know about if this is true or not. It, it would make sense to me if it completely was just rumor. Uh, the band Korn... Does that really stand for what the rumor is?
3: I don't even know the ru- never what's the rumor.
0: Heard. I've always heard that the rumor was the um, K O R N stand for keep on running and then the N word.
4: I I don't think that's true.
0: I've never had any like reason to believe that that was true. I mean, I don't know if Corn has any lyrics like that and stuff. They're, they're far from Johnny Rebel. You could probably,
4: you know, I'm sure somebody just made that up because you could give me ten different band names and I could come up with what it stands for that are exactly. far worse than that.
0: Yeah. Right. Now the cops are coming <laughs> after me for that. Why'd you figure yeah, that it's out?
3: It's all me. It's all me. <laughs> <laughs> coming at me. <laughs>
0: if you I listen just... to a lot of older. Music, though, there's a lot of very, very racist things. Johnny Rebel I mentioned a second ago, and I can't remember some of the other alternative names that they use and stuff like that, but there's flat-out just propaganda songs about hating black people and stuff. And, um, I mean, I I know that's a a different era, so you can't, like, excuse it, because it's still awful. Mm Right. But... At least that's not happening as much now, but at the same time, there is kind of the opposite end of the spectrum where you know people are kind of I don't know they're they're kind of like doing their own self a disservice. They're making their own stereotypes happen and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah.
4: Well, I think what you said, you know, talking about some of the racial stuff. I think with with like you were talking before, a lot of it is context and intent. You know, is it intended to be malicious and hateful? Or is it not? And, you know, one one example I was thinking is the other day I was listening to Bob Dylan and he has a song called The Hurricane, which is about the boxer who was arrested and all that stuff. Uh, They actually made a movie about it. And, you know, there's a certain N-word used in the song. And Bob Dylan doesn't use that hatefully. You know, he's painting a picture of, of the scene of what it was like, you know, what it was like when when this person, the subject of the song was convicted. And. If he wrote a song like that today, people would throw a fit. I wasn't alive when that originally came out, so I don't know the reaction back then. But I think the context and the intent is a huge part of it. You know, you can't immediately say somebody's a racist because they used a certain word. It depends on the context, I think.
0: Right. Same thing that we were arguing when it comes to cursing. Exactly. What do you guys think about substance abuse? I mean, they really glamorize it. Yeah. Whether it's talking about songs like Getting Tipsy or Blame It on the Alcohol. shut, shuts. Uh, Yeah, even Bob Marley.
4: Yeah, Bob, Bob Marley, Marley, Peter and, Tosh.
0: You know, the, the whole thing that he revolves around is just like, yo, weed culture, huh? Like, Sean Kingston, I think, uh, has a couple of songs that are just pretty much mm-hmm. all about weed. And...
1: Didn't he die in a skiing accident?
0: No. not that I know.
1: Kingston. Like a water skiing accident? No,
4: I think that was a rumor. Yeah. that's a shame. <laughs> but, you know, bands like Sublime, you know, they have a song called Smoke Two Joints. Mm-hmm. And lots of other bands, like you said, you know, Tipsy another good one. Uh, Blame It on the a- 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 Alcohol uh, is another one.
0: Oh, Drew's here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Love you, Drew. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. That's how it goes. Uh, So, I mean, that's kind of always, I don't want to say always been a thing, but that's more, I guess, mainstream and acceptable in music. As far as, you know, the whole drug and alcohol culture, you know, like going back to Bob Dylan, you know, Rainy Day Women. And that, you know, everybody must get stoned. You know, that's a huge hit. They played on the radio. I don't think it's offensive. I don't think for... I don't think it made people want to go out and try drugs.
0: Okay, that that kind of uh, answered the question. I was going to say, do you think that that's the same kind of thing? Because I would think of anything, the music would have more of an effect than the video games and the movies would, because it would yeah, it kind of like popularizes it a little bit more. But at the same time, it's still not going to be the difference maker. You know, if it's like. A song like Blame It on the Alcohol, if you are going to play that in an environment where you're going to drink, you're in that environment because you wanted to drink anyway. Right. Yeah. Like, if you're in a club and you're playing Tipsy, well, you're probably drinking in the club. And if they were playing Tipsy or they were playing uh, It's raining Men, like, you're not going to just start sleeping with men if you're, you know, not uh, into that. If you're just <laughs> playing a song. If you're, you know, in a club and you're drinking and they... Play any type of music. I mean, it's not just going to change your mind and flip a switch or something like that. But it does kind of like promote it.
3: I think that boils down to everything. You know, watching a movie or playing a video game or listening to a song. Bottom line, they're not going to make you do anything. They don't brainwash you. Um, Except for those. It's all... ones. Wait, listen. I'm I'm running from cars right now. They're all parking from my building, so let's not talk about that word. Uh, Beyonce but it
0: brainwashing ever.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, no, they do. <laughs> or like even like crazy Scientology <laughs> brainwashing. They do. By the way, if you guys haven't seen the HBO documentary on it, it's really interesting. You all watch it. Crazy
0: about Scientology uh, music?
3: No, the the documentary on Scientology. Well, they oh, do actually. General. They do actually have music about like
0: oh god i want to hear this <laughs> that's probably terrible they have
3: a music video as well it's in it's in the documentary it's really really funny um because you just see like a bunch of really awkward like white people just clapping and singing about finding themselves with scientology something <laughs> like that um i even forgot what it was gonna say see like,
0: it's so about how that. it doesn't it doesn't necessarily force you to do anything
3: it really doesn't. And if you're going to blame, um,
0: it on the oh,
3: open. you know, oh, I got drunk because I was listening to hip-hop. And they were talking about drinking a lot of champagne and, you know, getting buzzed or whatever. I mean, that's just like a cop-out. I mean, really. Like, he, he, music is powerful, but it's not that powerful. It's not going to brainwash you.
4: Yeah, I Nothing. want to ask you a question, Tony. Sorry, I'll interrupt. I want to ask you a question, yeah, Tony. Yeah. I know you're not a drinker. You don't really partake in the alcohol. Have you ever felt pressured to drink because of music that you've heard? Not at all. No, because you're a normal thinking person. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think I think it's a cop out saying that that encourages yeah. that. The only, and I, I like, can't
3: attest that because I'm not normal. I'm a not normal thinking person, and I don't drink as well. But I do listen to a lot of songs about drinking, and I don't drink, even though I'm not normal like Tony is.
0: That's a uh, flattering compliment that I'm normal. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, if you're gonna say if anything tilts more toward trying to be like, uh, like kind of like a pressure thing to that, I would argue country music does yeah I mean first off I'm not listening to it because I fucking hate it it's so goddamn <laughs> terrible I can listen to I, I don't like corn, but I can listen to some of that stuff I you know I, I like a wide variety of music I mean I'm if you put my stuff on shuffle you're gonna listen to Beethoven and then you're gonna listen to the Diet Coke commercial before the Batman oh, VHS cool. thing <laughs> you know and that is an amazing song just for the taste of it Diet Coke ah. it doesn't make me want Diet Coke it makes me want to watch Batman
2: but
0: if anything, I think a lot of the culture when it comes to country music, it's very, very hard hitting on like, wouldn't it be great if we just got a beer? <laughs> and I'm like, no. I love the accent. And you don't need to sing it with a twang either. Like, I could go on a whole diatribe about how the country <laughs> music is terrible. But you Not know, a fan that, either. that's something that like I see a lot of people... You know, of course, this is going to be stereotypical. So everybody's going to be like, oh, you're grouping everybody together. Uh, you know, that's not necessarily the case. But uh, I got to preface it by saying that rap culture tends to target toward black males a lot. Uh, country music tends to target their demographic. Heavy metal is obviously not targeting Jewish 40 year old mothers. Like, you know, Everybody has their own kind of thing like that. Country music, they are they kind of, like, not brainwash you, but, like, a lot of people are really hardcore into the culture, more so than a lot of the other things that I keep seeing. Like, you can listen to hip-hop and not, you know, identify with anything that's in hip-hop, but a lot of country music people are really, like, getting into it, especially lately. And I keep seeing a lot of people that, like, they'll be reposting stuff, and it's, like, the whole... uh, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy, and it's like, well, you know, if you want to argue that, like, the hip-hop music is being sexist, well, that kind of yeah. is, too. Oh, you know, yeah. It's, it's in the same kind of boat here, but that gets a pass, and I don't understand that. Is it because it's, like, so kind of dumb? It kind of seems, like, unoffensive, like it's a bunch of dimwitted people talking instead, <laughs> like...
2: Uh, That's
4: that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I don't really listen to it that much. I mean, I do know some of the songs you're referring to there. As far as it being more acceptable and why, that's a good question. I hadn't really thought about that.
0: People go nuts over hip-hop and rap and stuff. And people are like, oh, rap is crap and stuff like that. But then you listen to the country music and it's telling you, okay, well, if the tipsy song is Let's Get Drunk and then you listen to a country music song and it's Let's Get Drunk. They're both telling you, let's get drunk. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Is go bang these cowboys and Anaconda is probably like, well, that guy's got a you know uh, great dick. Let's go jump on that and stuff like that. It's probably the same kind of thing. And it, you know, <laughs> I I don't understand like what the, the difference is between why country music gets a pass. Uh,
3: I would say that a lot of people will believe it's more of like a race thing. I don't really think it is. But I could definitely see some people pointing that out. That, oh, you know, the majority of country singers are white. Um, And then you have hip-hop, which, I mean, the heavy players are black. I don't think that it goes down to it, but I do believe that some people definitely see it like that.
0: I hate those people. One thing
4: thing that I think separates country and rap, though, is... In general, I mean sure each song, each artist is different, but in general, country doesn't have as much violent lyrics as as rap and hip hop. So maybe they're com- in you know in people's mind maybe they're combining you know the the drug and alcohol and sex references with the more violent aspects too in their mind and they they kind of, you know, push that mm-hmm. all together.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Because really I can't think of any country music because I don't know a lot of country music, but I can't think of a lot of it where they talk about graphic violence.
1: Yeah. It's because it's the are like, too having uh, sex with their brothers and sisters.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think it's like mainly vengeance kind of thing. I just remember that Carrie Underwood song. Oh, yeah. there you She's go. like, oh, he cheated on me, so I'm going to go burn his car or well, Yeah, she ruined
4: his car. She didn't like cut off his fingers or
3: something. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then it's like, well, you're admitting this in a song now we have evidence we arrested <laughs> side note about that the I mentioned earlier I don't like the twang I actually like that song but I have a jazz cover version of it oh. <laughs> and I'm like oh this is a great fundamentally good song if it weren't for that twang
1: though <laughs> so if it wasn't for country music we wouldn't have Taylor Swift and I Love That Bird
3: oh my god Sean what I'm not
0: a fan She's no. so sexy. No, she's cute, but I mean, how she's often so does she sick. need to and complain about her boyfriends?
3: I know. Yeah. And I, I, actually, I would
0: actually, mind I if she wrote like a song like, about oh, me.
3: Oh, my God, Sean. No, Don't
0: do I mean, that. putting away,
4: putting aside her looks, just talking about her music. I think she's probably one of the best pop artists out there. I'm not a huge fan, but I appreciate what she does because I'm a sucker for pop music. Uh, I've never bought any of her music or never seen her in concert or anything. I have no desire to. But I can appreciate why people are so into her. I would shake it off
0: all over. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Hey. Uh, Oh, no. I wish I knew more of her songs to make a joke, but I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Just uh, that guy cheated on me. I don't like that guy and stuff like that. (laughs)
3: Um, And I hate her.
0: Any other topics for music that come up with not safe for work? I mean, we touched on... Let's Get Retarded, Me So Horny, uh, Marilyn Manson, a wide variety of things here, Vulgarity, uh, Rap.
4: Oh, one thing, yeah, one thing I did want to bring up is, is kind of some of the other topics we're talking about, too, how it's evolved over the years. You know, we did talk about, you know, in the 80s, as far as, like, two live crew and stuff, but going back to, like, you know, the 50s and 60s, there was a certain, the FBI investigated uh, The Kingsman There was a song they had, you know, Louie Louie, Louie Louie, because the lyrics were, it was a huge hit, but the lyrics were really hard to understand. And so they, you know, had paid people, law enforcement, to go over this to see if there was, you know, suggestive things. And if you actually look it up, you can find different people interpreting it with very suggestive, sexually suggestive interpretations of the lyrics. And of course, you know, the band denies it. They gave their own, you know, list of the lyrics, but... But I thought it was funny because that's this is not a new thing you know this isn't even going back to the 80s this is going back way before that yeah. So it's again, it's something that's changed over the years.:
1: Isn't there a song that if you play it backwards, that it, they go on about the devil isn't it like stay away to heaven or some shit?
0: I they think when that you play any song so, back you hear, yeah. and people are like, I think that says that Satan wants me to kill people and rub yeah. eggs all over my face. It's like
3: people seeing Jesus in an oil thing, you know? I mean, it's what you want to believe.
0: Now, seeing Jesus in a tortilla... A tortilla. Oh, that's
3: special. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's that God taco. When I want to eat that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so wrong. I love God it. taco?
0: Yes, that's like the best taco possible.
4: Mmm, sacrilegious.
0: That'd be like the <laughs> one thing at Taco Bell that you would eat and not have to shut your brains out afterward.
3: Oh yeah. Well.
0: Damn! Now I'm hungry.
3: <laughs> I'm let's let's take hungry. a break and get a bite to eat. <laughs> let's
0: get some god tacos.
3: <laughs> Hell, and donuts.
0: Ugh, I do have donuts. Uh all right. So, uh, music. That's <laughs> rounds out music. <laughs> and tacos and all that kind of stuff. We have one more topic to talk about, and it's not donuts, unfortunately. Uh. Uh, But uh, that's cosplay and uh, some miscellaneous kind of stuff with that. Uh, (laughs) It's going to get into a weird situation with one part of this, I know for sure, but um, stay tuned for that next part. That is going to be the last part of this episode, and uh, we will see you there. Welcome back to the final part of episode 20. Here we've talked about movies, TV, video games, music, oddly enough, artwork. <laughs> Talking about a lot of different things here. Not uh, books, because it's really, <laughs> can't really talk about all that much. Uh, not Safe for Work literature.
4: Well, there's no, been a lot of banned books. Well... I mean, that's a whole other show. But... Yeah.
0: I haven't read any of them. Fuck them. I can read. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> oh, hard. Shame on you. <laughs> I wouldn't even listen to the audio book. God. Oh, man. But one of the main ones I figured we could talk about, and we're going to just kind of spitball at the end and talk about anything else. Maybe there is something with books that we're going to talk about, and I'll have nothing to contribute or whatever. But um, is cosplay. And you might think to yourself, "What the hell are they going to talk about with not safe for work cosplay stuff?" Well, essentially, this is going to boil down to nudity because there's really not much <laughs> cosplay of like substance abuse. Like, nobody's <laughs> walking around New York Comic Con dressed up as a cigarette butt and trying to get uh, kids to do something. Or they will now. Damn.
5: Ready to go, Tony.
0: That's going to ruin my costume idea. <laughs> Somebody's going to steal it. <laughs> All right, if somebody comes to New York Comic Con dressed up as a cigarette butt, you need to find Fanboys Anonymous, because we'll be there. And I need to take a picture of you, and a picture of a little kid, and then send it to jail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is a whole thing, this is the easiest way to start it off, uh, that they specifically need to mention at conventions now, and it's really sad that they do, but it's cosplay is not consent. See, I've heard that
4: saying. I I know you're just about to, but I've heard that saying, but I'm not sure what it means.
0: Yeah, me too. It's as wide of a range of a definition as you could possibly get where they want to try to make it known to people that you can't just kind of, like, go up to people and take their picture. But it also applies to you can't, like, just touch people. Because there's a lot of, like, handsy people. And at conventions especially... This is a very broad generalization, but it's true. I've been to multiple conventions now and I've made it a point to double check and it's fucking true. There are a lot of very socially awkward people there and whether you have like the people that do the hover hand where they're taking a picture, they want to put their arm around somebody but they don't want to actually grab them because if they were holding their arm, they'd, you know, I don't know, they'd explode or something. (laughs) But there are people that, don't understand the limits of what the social awkwardness would be for the people that are dressed up in certain ways so you get a lot of people that are cosplaying as really skimpy kind of characters or they took a character and they made it really skimpy uh, outfit or whatever and there's this you know mostly people are respectful of it but there's always going to be those creepy people mostly guys uh, that are really handsy about it Like, well, that girl's dressed up and she's basically wearing a thong so I can smack her ass when she's walking by. No, you can't. That's harassment. And it's gotten to a point where they've actually had to specifically say that to people and apply it for taking pictures and stuff too. Because now, you know, with cell phones, you can just take a picture of anything anywhere. So there's people, you know, getting sneak shots of cleavage and there's people trying to get up skirt shots and stuff. And it's really horrible. I mean, they're doing it to get attention, or they're doing it to try to flaunt certain body parts or whatever like that for some of the people. But it still is not, uh, you know, an invitation. And it, it kind of applies to the whole idea that a lot of people say if somebody's dressed up in a slutty way that she's asking for it. Yeah. Which is not necessarily true
4: right now is, cause that's kind of what what i thought the the whole thing meant now as far as touching you know actually like physically that's assault you know yeah. you can't it doesn't yeah. matter what anybody's wearing you can't go up and do that to anybody you know and i don't think a costume i mean maybe there are some people who think oh well they're dressed slutty i can do these things Those people are fucking idiots and they deserve to be arrested. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs)
5: Yeah. It's it's sad how rude and stupid some people are.
4: Yeah, regardless of what they're wearing. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's a convention or at the shopping mall or at the grocery store or at the park. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter, you know. That is crossing the line. When you actually make physical contact with somebody that is unwanted, that's crossing a line. Now, going to the other topic, you're talking about pictures. Now, I think that's in my mind, that's more of I don't want to say a gray area. Well, it's I think much, yeah. More it, flexible. Exactly. If you're trying to, like you said, if you're purposely trying to get like upskirt shots or, you know, taking pictures of somebody, you know, using the bathroom or something like that, that's way over the line. But if somebody's at a convention and you know they're dressed somewhere and they're showing a lot of cleavage and they happen to be, you know, in line or over on the other side of the thing, and you take a picture, I don't think that is really outrageous. I think it's polite to ask first, Mm -hmm. but if they're in public anyway, I think, you know, if you can just see it with your eyes, I don't think, I think it's unreasonable to expect that that wouldn't happen. If I were going out in a costume, I would expect people, no matter what the costume is, I would expect people to take my picture without my permission.
5: Exactly. That's what I,
4: and, and, you know, regardless of, of whether or not I want them to, I, I don't think I could reasonably be upset that they did.
5: Now, if if someone was going to, if I was in a really nice costume and someone from across the room I noticed was taking my picture, no problem. But if someone suddenly stood next to me and took a picture and then ran away. Yeah.
4: I mean, there's certain ways to do it.
5: Something like that has happened. You can can be a
4: creep. You can do it in a nice, friendly way, you know, and like, oh, cool costume, click or whatever. It's, you know, I've I've been to a a few things where people have been dressed up in cosplay and – Yes, it's polite to say, oh, that's a really cool Final Fantasy costume. Can I get a picture with you or something like that? And if they say no, you leave them the fuck alone. Yep. You know, (laughs) if if they don't want to, fine. But at the same time, if somebody's across the room and they're taking like a group shot or something, then I don't think they have really a huge right. Because when we go out in public, we're being photographed and videotaped all the time, you know, by security cameras and different things. And like you said before, everyone has a phone in their pocket that can take pictures in video. So I don't think it's really outrageous to not expect to be having your picture taken out there.
5: Especially if you're in a costume that right. costs you if, $500. If, yeah, and, if, you're,
4: if you're bringing attention to yourself like yeah. that. I mean – But like I was saying, there's there's ways to do it in a smart way that's nice and friendly, and there's ways to be a creep. Don't just walk up to somebody, put your phone right on their chest, take a picture down their blouse.
0: You know, it's like you have
4: balls. (laughs) Yeah, I mean that's you're gonna get yourself slapped or arrested. But so that you know, there's smart ways to do it. You know, polite ways to do it, and there's jerk ways to do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple people that really they make a whole career out of this kind of stuff. Jessica Negri is one of them, and if you walk around a convention and those kind of people are there, they are wearing revealing outfits and stuff. But the difference is a lot of them literally charge you to have pictures taken with them. But then there's people that'll just stand behind them and take a picture of their ass. And that's like, well, you know, if you were doing that outside of a convention, that would still just be terrible. But you know, they're also trying to make money, you know, and you're kind of, screwing them over and um some people have problem with it in general some people think that there shouldn't be anything like that uh i guess that's where mostly the, the not safe for work stuff comes when like is it i guess art for like a valid reason to have like nudity in cosplay or are these people just attention seekers like a lot of people could argue it's one or the other I mean, you look at some people that put a lot of time and effort into their costumes and I cannot speak from experience. I've you know I dressed up as fucking Superman for New York Comic Con. It entirely entailed me to wear a Superman T-shirt and a suit and that was it. <laughs> Still got a couple of pictures, though. <laughs> but uh, they asked me for those pictures. You know, they didn't just snap right. a picture of my crotch or something. <laughs> I would have been fine with it, though. That would have been flattering. But, um, you know, is it justified if somebody like spends a lot of time and effort in making a costume that is very, very revealing and it's kind of like obvious that they're getting the attention? Or is it something where there's a limit and if you were, you know, you're dressing up as quote-unquote Pikachu and you're really wearing a yellow bra and a Pikachu hat that that's just ridiculous.
5: <laughs> well, I, I am going to say a part of me is if you're going to wear a costume like that, you know goddamn well what you're wearing and you want that attention. Mm-hmm.
4: You know, and you said, yeah. I think I think you said, is it more artistic or is it more attention seeking? And I think it it's an overlap. You know, it's it's both. It is is it is artistic. It can be artistic. It can be very, you know, much for attention. I think every it, it really depends on the individual person, what percentage of that, you know, but I think most everybody who does that, you know, is both, you know, they want to do it for the artistic reasons to have fun. And they also like to get the positive attention. So I don't think it's really black or white.
3: And also like, if you look at how like Halloween costumes are, even for like 10 year old girls, they're very, really short and revealing. So I feel that a lot of people, whenever they get a chance to dress up in a costume, they're going to push it, you know? They want to look really sexy. They just want to be Pikachu. They want to be, like, sexy, slutty Pikachu. And, it's so and, fucked up. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is, you know? But that's it, that's what it is. <laughs> like, last ha- Halloween, I couldn't really believe that I saw a bunch of little girls, like, dressed you know, and like really tiny skirts. Some of them like even revealing a little bit of their undergarments and
0: heels, oh, that's so sad. and
3: yeah. And he was just like, whoa, you guys, you guys don't even have your periods yet. Like, what are you thinking?
4: <laughs> well, with Halloween costumes in general, I mean, I think it's weird that you know, you if you go to the stores and look at the outfits, you know, for for women and girls, it's not like witch and mummy and werewolf it's sexy witch and sexy mummy and sexy werewolf yeah it it
5: drives me crazy i have such a hard time finding halloween costumes because i don't want to dress like that Mm -hmm. i actually you know like to go outside and i don't want to be frozen to death
0: or hounded by people taking pictures right yeah (laughs) Exactly. Trying to give off the impression that you're at some party because you want to get laid or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's going to be terrible for the people that can't fit in those costumes.
3: Oh, um, they don't they don't really care. That's
0: me.
4: Well, I've seen some cosplayers <laughs> that, you know, they can fit into, they make extra large sizes.
0: Yeah, they, they make them fit. Yeah. Uh, let me uh, broadcast this, by the way. Harley Quinn is not 400 pounds stop it <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking sick time That only seems it. to be
4: the one too Yeah,
0: It's always Harley Quinn And it, Oh my god I, it drives me nuts Because it's like uh, <laughs> Not that like I want to see Everybody you know wearing skimpy clothing And stuff like that I mean I appreciate More of like a crazier Intricate costume than anything I think like the sluttier costumes Are kind of cheap And if it's done well, if it's, you know, part of the costume or something like that, then that's kind of cool. Like somebody, when we went to the Atlantic City Boardwalk Con, somebody came dressed up as the new Suicide Squad version of Harley Quinn. And that's very, you know, just like cut off boy short kind of things and stuff like that. And she did a damn good job. And I was like, wow, you've only used like two reference pictures of on-set photos from a cell phone. And you made this costume. That's pretty damn good. And then there's like... Well, I can put on uh, jokerized face paint and be <laughs> slutty joker
2: yeah. and
0: just, you know, show massive cleavage and people will pay attention to me. And it, It's like, no, don't
4: do It's it. a cop-out. It's easy
0: yeah. to do. Yeah, It
3: really is.
0: And you don't see as many men doing that, but men do get, you know, this kind of thing. I mean, if you're a muscular guy, a lot of the women will pay a lot of attention to you in that kind of regard. You can just walk around with no shirt on and you're, you know... Um, Superman after his ch- shirt got torn off and people are like, oh great, <laughs> I want a picture, you know and you're like, uh,
3: I actually saw a picture on Tumblr and I'm sure, tra- which one is that Pokemon that looks like a tree? widow? Yes yeah. it was this very, very very muscular guy, like fit, <laughs> not one ounce of body fat, he was wearing a tiny little bit of speedo, brown speedo and he just had like a hat with that pokemon on (laughs) and (laughs) part of me just really wanted to applaud him because i just feel like we need more of that like i'm tired of seeing bloody ass versions of every single character being female like give me some bloody male characters too even if it's a pokemon (laughs) even that (laughs) that costume was so dumb but he probably like just decided on doing that like the night before i don't care it was awesome it was yeah. nice
0: he better have taken advantage of it and walked up to people and said stuff like I think I'm evolving and like, oh. you know Wudo <laughs> used Harden <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: I choose you <laughs>
3: oh man
0: he should have had two Pokeballs
3: <laughs> oh.
2: there goes
0: another costume idea of mine <laughs> No, I would do better dressed up as, like, I don't know, Snorlax. <laughs>
2: so,
4: speak, speaking of Pokemon, did you want to bring up the one thing that Caroline was talking about?
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> Give us a preface of this, Caroline, Yes, please I tell didn't us. this yet. I did okay. not either. But as soon as you mentioned it to me, I was like, we have to talk about this.
3: Yes, okay, I'm up up the article right now. Um. So, as I was gingerly looking through my Gossip Bucket app, which is just, like, gossip app that's Um, a lie
0: she was searching for this
3: (laughs) i wouldn't lie about it okay i'm very proud of it i think it's genius but anyways um i found this porn parody uh it's just a trailer i don't think it's out yet but it's on pokemon and it's called strokemon and (laughs) (laughs) it's it's beautiful and it the twenty foots, the link for you guys to see because I feel like it's really magical and everybody needs to see it. Um, you have Ash, but I think his name is di- like they all, all their names are different. I, Ash,
4: different <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's the easy one, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. They have Ash, has Misty, you have Brock, you have the um, you, know what you have James, oh yeah, <laughs> and, um, now and Pikachu. And, I mean, it's porn, but it's really funny. And I just think it's genius. Like, I feel like he took a while to come up with something like this. And I just really like the name, Strokemon. Like, it just makes sense. It's beautiful.
0: It's beautiful. Oh. <laughs> I got a feeling if anybody watches that, it's not going to be beautiful.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm there's one it's... scene in the trailer where I think Pikachu is giving a golden shower or... Or a receiving one? That I don't was remember like him learning
0: that move in the game. Yeah, you can only learn four moves. I kind of went with, like, Thunderbolt and Quick Attack, not Golden Shower.
2: <laughs> well.
0: But it, they do classify the movesets. It's PP. Uh,
3: uh. Oh, it's, it's not Pikachu. It's called Dikachu. <laughs> Dikachu used power. Dikachu used... Uh, Dikachu... Ash is gash. <sighs> uh, uh, instead of uh, oh, and they use it wood rocket. <laughs> um. <laughs>
0: Prepare for trouble. It's so brilliant! Oh god, it's a DP scene. Make it double. <laughs>
3: oh, oh. <sighs> oh.
0: Um, Are you sure I'm you want to write around this, is- Tony?
2: <laughs> shut up
0: people aren't supposed to know that this whole thing was orchestrated to be a big promotional thing I thought so
3: oh, man. I think it's from the same people that bought you the porn version of um, Gardens of the Galaxy
0: there's a porn is... of that too
3: yes it's really funny too I, I haven't hope... seen the actual porn but the trailer is kind of magical
4: that's what I was gonna say. I haven't seen any of these because I know they do a lot of the the porn parodies of of there's mainstream a, there's movies. There's a porn
3: parody of
5: everything.
4: And but yeah, I think it's more definitely. for comedy, more for comedy than it is for eroticism, right? Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe oh are, yeah,
0: you know, I know but, that uh, She Hulk, and something.
4: Well, this is this is one thing that I wanted to bring up to sometime during the discussion. Now, as good a time as any. Uh, as far as the the porn parodies, they have just about everything. It brings me to, of course, the Internet's famous Rule 34, Ooh. which, you know, I, th- I thought we had to mention that sometime during the night. And I, I believe it's something like if it exists, there's porn of it.
0: Yeah, that's it. So yeah.
4: if, you know, you can find just about, you know, any cartoon character, any fictional character. And if you search hard enough, you're going to find some fan that drew some really obscene drawing. And it just goes to say where our culture's at, you know? (laughs) A lot of them, you know, it's it's funny. I think it's funny.
0: Well, uh, Marge Simpson poses for Playboy. And then other people are feeling a little bit left out. So they got to draw pictures of, like, uh, Lois Griffin and whatever. Yep very creepy I don't understand this culture <laughs> I also don't get like the hentai kind of stuff like there's a whole you know geek culture people are really into like uh, like the anime porn stuff and I mean I don't understand that at all I don't see the appeal but then again I'm also not going to watch the Guardians of the Galaxy porn where Wudo is Groot <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'd Ain't rather watch awesome. the
0: Marvel film than the, the porn <laughs> film.
5: I real i I will admit that when I really started liking anime when I was uh, a teenager, uh a lot of them my friends got from the porn section because they were actually movies, but they had just enough of that where that they the, couldn't
4: have the kids rent them.
5: Yeah, exactly. And so like watching anime from Japan uncensored and stuff doesn't really affect me but I mean there's I, a lot of sexual content in them
4: Yeah cuz yeah. cuz you know comes from Japan or or wherever and like there's there's ones that have you know mostly story but you know they might have one or two graphic scenes in there enough to classify it as adults only
5: the but testicle. then, I mean the tentacles the tentacles yes, yes. <laughs> the testicles. yeah the,
2: <laughs> testicles. Uh. But, yeah,
4: tentacles. but then then again, you know you have the ones that are just you know completely all about the sex, oh, so yeah. it's again it's it's a it's different levels or different varieties of that, you know, you can't really draw the, you know, I guess you do have to draw the line somewhere, but there's there's different varieties of that, I guess, so,
3: yeah,
5: I your mean, friends even-
0: weren't like getting into that because of it being in like the porn stuff were they?
5: No, I'm sure one or two of them were, but.
4: Well, this is, you know, then that's also going, you know, this is going back to VHS days too, right?
5: Yeah. Yeah.
4: So, you know, (laughs) you couldn't just turn on YouTube and, you know, find anime. So if you wanted to get anime, you had to go to, you had to drive to your local video store and run a VHS. So you kind of had to make do with what you could find.
0: In that, uh, Back area with a curtain.
5: <laughs> yeah. Oh, one thing we did too was when one of our friends turned eighteen, uh, he would go and get the most ridiculous, stupid porns he could find,
0: and Just for we would laughs. and
5: and bring them back, and we would watch them and laugh our asses yeah. off. The best one I saw was a Power Rangers one <laughs> where the pink Power Ranger. Was a uh, uh, um, a midget, and <laughs> <Okay>. uh,
0: <laughs>
5: it was the funniest thing I had ever seen.
0: Did Rita throw the staff down and say, "Make my monster grow"?
5: <laughs> oh, I, I don't remember. <laughs> I, uh, missed
0: opportunity if they didn't. Oh, uh,
5: <laughs> I just remember laughing my ass off.
0: Oddly enough, I want to watch Power Rangers now, but not that. Much. <laughs> I got the Go Green Ranger song stuck in my head.
5: I'm it's sure you can find background it.
0: Background song when they're, you know, counting the thrusts.
2: Oh, no, God.
0: <laughs> Bringing it all back. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the sequel. Oh. <laughs> hey, I tell you what. If they would have released a legit Power Rangers porn from the cast, I would have watched that immediately. Amy Jo Johnson is still gorgeous. <laughs> that pink Power Ranger. Every boy in that... uh time frame had a crush on her still would not want to see uh any kind of like cartoons of that though or whatever if people were going to do that but porn parody i'd watch it uh rule 34 is very odd though i'm glad he brought that up because there really is like um this whole subculture of like uh the geek spectrum where i mean people are really really into that and like there's some other kind of stuff like that too like um i, I don't know the name of it and every time i say it everybody always says it, it it's the furry thing but i it's not that <laughs> it's when you go to like deviant art and you see a lot of people that draw like anthropomorphic wolf people mm-hmm. that are naked oh yeah why yeah. is that all over the fucking place yeah, a lot I, don't, of
5: people
4: like it. I don't get that either. I don't get the whole furry thing.
5: Yeah, I don't either.
0: I, I, it really confuses me, because I'll look for, like, I don't know, wrestling ring, try to get something, make a logo or something like that, and it'll be like, here's a picture of, like, a wolf guy, and they're really muscular and buff, and like, well, I not Huh? Like, that's yeah. all yeah. I'm
2: gonna say. About it. It's just like, uh, What?
4: I mean, I don't get it. I mean, if people enjoy that and they want to see that, more power to them. I mean, it's not hurting anybody, so I don't really understand it. But it hurts let them, soul. yeah. <laughs> it confuses me a little bit, but you know, if that's what they like.
2: When that...
5: I look for a picture of any animal or character, cartoon character, anything, they'll eventually come up as sexual. oh yeah,
4: yeah.
3: That's true.
4: So keep that safe search on, folks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or oh, don't. I
5: hate it when I look for pictures of Mew. That just crushes me.
3: Ah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Mew.
0: Eh, I don't know. Ditto would be more traumatizing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cosplay side of things, though, um, that, what, this, you know, what that originally boiled down to, uh, the nudity aspect with that, of course, this is the biggest thing. Um, violence, though, actually does come into play a little bit with it. And that's when people have stuff to do with weapons. Yeah. And there's a lot of rules when it comes to conventions, and any worthwhile convention will have rules in place where they say you can't bring in certain things, because you can't have people walk around with Big friggin' swords that are actual katanas and stuff. Right, <laughs> <It's>
2: far <laughs> too dangerous. Plenty people
0: have them. Yeah, I've they, seen them. they do. It's and you know it's uber dangerous to walk around with that. It's different if you're. What's the name of that? I don't. I never played the games. Is it Final Fantasy things? The person's got a sword that's like three times the size of the right, body. Yeah. You leave
5: Cloud yeah. alone.
0: Cloud's yeah. his name. Cloud Strife. Yeah, that sounds so fake. <laughs> Cloud Strife. <laughs> <laughs> like sword mick hero uh you know people carry around a big foam thing like that okay that's cool or a plastic one or whatever like that but there's a lot of people that really get so hardcore into this kind of stuff that they have like metal ninja swords and they have uh ninja stars that could cut you if you rub up against them and stuff and some yep. people bitch and complain and they think that that's you know not an issue but it is <laughs> like, <laughs> I have no problem walking around people that are dressed up as characters that I don't give a shit about or whatever like that. Um, You know, I'm not going to pay attention if I don't know who the character is or something like that, but I'm also not going to know which people are going to be, like, set off in certain ways. And you get a really strong, devoted fan base, and you get somebody who's, like, arguing back and forth, who's going to win a fight, Superman or or Goku. I don't want to be around weapons when these guys are (laughs) arguing.
5: Yes, I've seen some of those arguments. It's scary.
0: It's really intense. And it's different if you are around a group of people and they're all dressed up as Ghostbusters because you know they're going to kind of do shit because their proton packs do not work. (laughs) (laughs) But if you've got people dressed up as Batman and they have batarangs, they can throw one of them at you.
4: Well, there was, I, I forget if it was a comedian or somebody was talking about they were at some anime convention and there was a stabbing. And I think this actually happened. I forget. Oh, yeah. It was a stabbing, but it wasn't a knife. It wasn't a sword. Somebody, yeah, I think it was they were arguing over one of those topics like Goku versus Superman or something like that, or I don't know what the argument was, but ended up getting stabbed by a mechanical pencil. They had a mechanical pencil on it. They're like, oh, fuck you. And, you know, and that like made news headlines. Yeah,
5: it got deep (laughs) enough and it was, yeah.
4: So, you know, violence can happen, folks. Be careful.
0: Was that part of the cosplay or did they just have it?
4: I think they just
5: had it. was it. during a,
4: um, like a panel or something. Yeah.
5: During a panel and they were sitting down.
0: Oh, see, that's kind of lame. Yeah. <laughs> I was like expecting <laughs> the, uh, the mechanical pencil to be like, they were cosplaying as Peter Parker when he's still stuck in school or something.
5: Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Take that bully.
0: Yeah. The evil villain, the eraser. Aww, <laughs> it's an actual villain. That's sad. Um, uh, there's not really, like, drug use kind of stuff with cosplay and everything, but there is one other kind of thing that's cosplay sort of related and whatever, and uh, it, I don't know why I think of it when it comes to drug use and whatever, but it's it's close enough that I combine these kind of things together and whatever. There's, like, another subculture of that that is not geeky in the sense that everybody necessarily, you know, if you, like movies you tend to like TV and if you like comic books you tend to watch comic book movies and you know you play video games a lot if you're in this kind of um, fan base and stuff like that but oddly enough and I didn't even know that this was a thing before I started going to conventions there's a lot of burlesque
5: really Hmm.
0: a ton of burlesque when it comes to cosplays and I'm somebody who I, I don't like burlesque stuff at all I don't like tattoos on anybody in any situation ever. I kind of just don't see the point. Whether it's like I I was in the Navy and I got a Navy tattoo or like somebody passed away and I got a tattoo and I'm like, well, can't you just remember him otherwise? Like I'm very, the person who should not be speaking out against or, you know, for burlesque or anything like that. To me, it's an own separate art thing. Like, you know, there's more art to that than there obviously is like a strip club. Mm Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of equate them. the same in a lot of ways, um, with a little bit of a masking of like artwork. Like some of them are basically strippers, and they're just saying that they're artistic and stuff. But that's where I think that cosplay gets really not safe for work, and you're starting to get more into just flat out porn.
5: Yeah.
4: Well, it can be suggestive for sure.
5: Mm-hmm. It it depends because you know one of my. Hobbies is belly dancing, and I know some of the women who do it also do uh burlesque like dancing and I've seen some of them, but they're really actually dancing, and mm-hmm. you know some of these women are in their fifties and overweight, and it's
2: dressed
5: it's up not oh <laughs> <laughs> and you know oh, they're yeah. they're dressed up in like nylons and you know semi seduct seductive clothes but it's not sexual at all it's it's really dancing and performing
3: yeah i think it depends on what you say is burlesque i think because some of the burlesque art is more of suggesting something it's not about showing you all their goods but it's like playing you with the illusion that they're going to do that, but they never really do it. Um, I mean, I I take pole dance classes, and even though I suck, I've been to a bunch of showings uh, of artists that do it, and it, it's hardly ever really sexual. It's more about...
0: Athleticism.
3: Yeah, and even yeah. the ones that dress very like burlesque, like there was this one who had pretty much, like, lingerie on, but her piece was all about this really painful breakup. And just, like, the fact that she was dressed provocatively, but the whole mood of her dance was something very deep. It was almost like... The way she was dressed was just to show how, like, naked her emotions on were. Mm-hmm. And it, it was never, like, her boobs were out. No, she was, like, covered. It was very sexy, yes. But it was just, like, beautifully done. And, yeah, I mean, just like with anything else, people do take it too far. And they can just, like, put pasties on and be like, I'm burlesque, actually, you know? Yeah. This is just, like... But it can definitely be just being sexy and being classy at the same time and you still have your goods like covered up and you know looking good yeah pole dancing is another
5: thing i i know a lot of people do and i really think it depends on where you're performing how you're performing right what and you're just performing? yeah <laughs> and
0: hopefully not on you, know,
5: you should be able to tell right away if it's actually supposed to be porn like Oh,
0: or an yeah. actual
5: art mm-hmm. form. Very What's annoying true.
0: is the people that pass the one off as the other. And yeah. It's the same kind of thing as when we were talking earlier about cosplay. You know, there's the difference between somebody who is dressed up as, um, say, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a character that would come off like. Uh, actually, you know, off the top of my head, Black Widow. Black Widow wears oh a, yeah a yeah jumpsuit. yeah the skin tight you know black jumpsuit kind of thing that if you have literally any ass, it's going to show. Yeah. But you might be dressed up as Black Widow because you like the character, not because you want to show everybody your ass. And then you see other character, other people dressed up as characters, and it's like did you really need to dress up as the Dead or Alive characters from the beach thing? Like, Right. right. You know. <laughs> so there's the the cosplayer burlesque people that you know, if you go to, like, a costume convention kind of thing, or, like, a, a what do they call them, like, the uh, the contest things that they do, um, that's the word, contest, uh, you can see people that, you know, this guy's dressed up as Spider-Man, and he spent $400 on this costume, whatever, and this guy is also dressed up as Spider-Man, and he tried to do it himself, and it's not really, you know, great, but he wanted to make a costume and that's cool and whatever and then you can see that when it comes to the burlesque side of things and there's like it's kind of manipulating some of the people if you are on the opposite end you can be you know I'm a burlesque person like what Caroline was saying you know if you're this is a performance piece about something or whatever and I'm like a cosplayer burlesque person that's trying to prove an artistic thing but then you see so many people at these conventions and it's like I'm going to use the term burlesque to just get attention, (laughs) kind of. And I've got, you know, the type of body or whatever that I want to show off, or I just want to kind of get the attention, and I want to do it in a way where I don't have, like, I have some kind of an excuse.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And you should be able to tell immediately if they're, Mm -hmm. what they're doing.
0: Now, some people argue about the whole, well, that doesn't count with the cosplay not consent thing. That still does. I mean, <laughs> oh, know, yeah. That is 24-7 for everybody in all situations and stuff like that. Even pseudo voodoo. You don't just grab the voodoo.
3: I was just going to say, like, you're not just going <laughs> Not with that brilliant pun, but I was definitely going to say, like, you're not just going to walk up to him and grab his jonk. She's not going to do that. You shouldn't do that to a girl either. It's just... Mm-hmm. Just because she's dressed that way. It's just never right people. Even if you're the most socially awkward person in the world, don't do it. Don't do it.
0: So what topics are not safe for work in geek culture that we didn't talk about.
5: I could bring up my crocheting if you want me. Oh to. yeah, that's true. Because you definitely couldn't make this stuff at work or in some places. Uh, there are, uh, well, there's a geek culture in, in Yarn. Any movie character, cartoon character, video game character, you can find uh, patterns for, to make, to recreate them. You can find patterns for parts of your costumes for conventions. But then there's also patterns to make uh penises and (laughs) little balls and uh one is that's really cute and i might actually make is a stuffed animal uh sperm with a smiley face and he's cute that's awesome uh but then there's also uh a vagina wallet that i've seen (laughs) Uh, (laughs) there's a uh little uh penis warmer for your husband or boyfriend. Uh there was a uh uterus purse.
3: <laughs> yeah,
5: there uh one thing that's really popular is a little penis and balls uh balls cover for your lip gloss.
3: <laughs> that is so cute. <laughs> there are a lot of those.
5: And yeah,
4: I'm guessing a lot of the the arts and crafts kind of have, you know, their own subculture of things like that.
5: Oh, yeah. Right now I'm working on a little tiny uh, Link from Zelda. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Does Link have a large penis on him or something? (laughs) No.
0: I was trying to figure out how to word this. And you know,
5: I have uh, 14 Hello Kitty little guys out there that I've made. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) There's an obvious joke I can make with that one. I know. (laughs) Oh, go for it. Do I need to make the pussy joke? <laughs> I think you just did.
5: Yeah, I got three of them. <laughs> oh,
1: boy.
0: So Crocheting, I never would have thought that would have been um, one of those kind of situations, but was, I, Rule I 34 uh, and whatever the rule would be for that, if there oh, is a way to incorporate porn into it, yeah, we'll find a way.
4: I mean, I guess that counts as not safe for work because you wouldn't want your boss necessarily depending on where you work. You wouldn't want him to see you crocheting, crocheting a giant yeah. penis during your break.
5: And a lot of people <laughs> they do do that during breaks and stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what if the boss came over? Hey, your break's over. Get back to work.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> or
2: like,
0: <laughs> I don't. know. I can't. Um... I can't imagine a situation where that would be safe for work in any environment whatsoever. I don't think anybody, uh, any boss is going to be like, uh, oh, you make like, uh, you crochet things. Oh, that's a nice hat, nice hat that you have there. And that's a nice set of balls.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you worked in the porn industry, some sort of like porn studio, that would be much appreciated. Especially the penis warmers. Oh, definitely.
0: And probably the purse.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you don't have any pockets. I mean, go on. <laughs> We're also going to put your stuff. You're filming. Uh, we mentioned books. That's one uh, last thing I think we should probably just talk about. Uh, I have no notes written down about books and stuff like that. Cause I ain't going to read and shit like that. It's too much effort. Uh, but not see for work books. The only thing that could come to my mind would be 50 shades of gray. Uh that is something that caught on incredibly, and uh, I have no clue why. Because it sounds like it's utter trash, <laughs> but maybe that's why. But even when it comes to like uh, romance novels and like the trashy romance novel things, it's a whole geek culture. People love that stuff. I don't see why, but
5: <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Have any opinions about them? <laughs> well, it got the Fifty Shades of Grey got so popular. I think bosses were reading it and didn't mind seeing anyone reading it on their breaks. And it was just everywhere.
3: It really was. I mean, yeah. You know, it's... It, it, they were selling it at Walmart. Like, it was
5: everywhere. Yeah, it was everywhere.
0: They can sell that, but they can't sell a Sheryl Crow CD? Yeah, exactly. I know. I oh, God. oh, God.
2: Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs>
0: or that uh what was it um one of the nirvana rousey's book (laughs) yeah exactly ronda rousey's book it's too violent but check out this one that one's violent and sexual
5: (laughs) (laughs) horrible
0: anybody read it no i I have no interest Uh, anybody watch the movie
5: god i did
0: nope you did i
5: did i did Is it as
0: terrible as it seems like it would be
3: it's so bad. And <laughs> I was so mad that I went because my friend uh, was like, Hey, let's go watch uh what was it? It was like so a, was it, I don't remember, but she she said that she was gonna see this action movie and it was it was actually like Valentine's Day. She's like, I don't wanna spend it alone and I'm like, okay. So I went there, and then she had already gotten my ticket. It's like, guess what we're gonna watch? And we went. Mm. The only good thing though is that we did go to watch it uh, at this theater in Harlem. So, (laughs) (laughs) so that was pretty cool because everybody was not taking any shit of that movie. Like if anything happened, like what? And they would talk (laughs) back. Nobody was really really bad and I watched a lot of really bad like b-horror movies but that movie was so stinky bad that it's just like the only thing that was fun about was watching in Harlem but (laughs) everything else was really really bad
0: I would buy the ticket if I could watch it in Harlem you sold me on that
3: yeah exactly no like that like people kept it real in there it was awesome (laughs) when it ended everybody was like what It was great. It was great. (laughs) But the movie, no. I can't believe they're making another one. It's bad.
0: Uh, There's an audience out there, and we said it earlier. I think it was in part one. uh, Some people are weird, and some people get catered to. You cater to the weirdos, and if it gets you money, it gets you money. Yep.
3: Um, Yep.
0: Um but I think it's good to end on a note of a movie, wrap that up, and everything like that. So, uh, last thing we're gonna do here is just plug some stuff, and that's terrible for me to say after Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Caroline, anything you want to plug other than Pseudo Widow? Oh man, that
3: man! <laughs> I, I will plug him everywhere, anywhere. Um, well, I'll just say check out my website. Uh, C Z is in zebra. O F as in um and look for an article that hopefully i'm gonna finish (laughs) which is gonna be up in fanboys anonymous and it kind of ties up with this whole situation of how um like how far a character would influence somebody to commit something bad so yeah just look for those things
0: she's also going to be ranking the top 10 best porn parodies (laughs) Nice.
3: Oh, I will totally do it. I'm in a
0: heartbeat. You could totally post that on the website. I'd be fine with that
3: <laughs> I will, sir. I will. Stroke him on. I will watch it. I will find it <laughs> and I will watch it.
0: Angela, anything you want to promote? No. Kalen, <laughs> anything on your end?
4: Yeah, you can follow me on the Twitter machine at KalenFerris.
0: And for Sean, who uh, unfortunately had to leave us before this last part, you can check out if he decides to stream something on Twitch. I can't remember what his Twitch account is because he's got Shaughnessy and then a bunch of numbers on like totally different random things. But
2: if you check <laughs>
0: Happy Pope Gaming Productions on Facebook, he will have links to that kind of stuff all over the place. And uh, Shaughnessy2k37, it's his Twitter account if I'm remembering correctly, so he will probably post something there as well. From my end of things, if you guys don't know by now already for all the Fanboys Anonymous things, check out all those social media accounts and all that other kind of stuff. Uh, If you are interested in wrestling, smarkoutmoment.com is the wrestling website for A Mango Tree, and we've got podcasts there as well. We've got the All Talk Show, which is, if you thought that this was crazy, holy shit, listen to the All Talk Show. (laughs) We talk to plants, we get people calling in telling us to talk about porn. Apparently everybody finds it in the woods, but uh, that is just (laughs) the most random thing possible, and we do those live on MegapowersRadio.com completely randomly. You will be uh, notified of when we decide to do them on the Facebook page, Facebook.com slash AllTalkShow, anytime that we decide to do that. And just follow anything else under A Mango Tree by following that and Tony Mango on social media, and you will see everything else that's going on. Uh, So thank you to everybody on the panel this evening. Thank you, everybody out there for listening. Make sure that you leave your comments below. Tell us what you think about all the topics that we brought up here. If you were offended, sorry, explain why. If you were not offended, awesome. You've got the right idea here. We're not supposed to be just offending people and stuff. But not safe for work is something that is obviously going to rub people the wrong way. If you have any opinions about certain things that should be that we didn't mention or some things that we did mention that why is that not safe for work kind of that kind of thing you can always just leave your comments on fanboys or on youtube or you can leave a review of our podcast on itunes or stitcher or anything else like that uh share us like us yeah you know, blah, blah, blah 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 you guys know that stuff by now so that'll do us in for episode 20 of the group meeting podcast this meeting is adjourned see you next time everybody <laughs>